So, uh, just to lay, lay the groundwork here, is that when you've seen Ember cast Spectral Twyla, mm-hmm. um, mechanically what that is, is it's the feature is called Manifest Mind for this type of wizard. And at a certain level, Ember's spellbook, the mind that exists inside of the spellbook mm-hmm. comes to life. And so Ember has been casting this as Twyla, but the mind itself is something entirely different, and, and that is who is delivering today's recap. Oh, okay, nice. It's cool. a good setup. And it. I meant to practice this accent a little bit more, okay. so <laughs> the book doth speak. Is this basically AI here, in D&D? Here we go. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, lo and behold, the events that have transpired this day. I must confess that being subject to the capricious whims of this youthful wizard has proven to be an accelerating affair, though it veers a tad too close to the realm of excitement for my tastes. My previous master, may he rest in tranquility, was more of a tones and chill kind of a soul. <laughs> Nevertheless, I am gradually acclimating to this newfound state of affairs, and it must be said that having the smoking hot bot does serve to alleviate the hardships of this most eventful new journey. <laughs> the morn commenced in customary fashion with the soil when finding solace amidst the potted plants, and my young lord indulging in slumber, as is the want of those in tender years. <laughs> When the group did join itself in full, it became known that they had all been visited in their dreams by the same author. Perhaps Lysandra herself visited the mystical subterranean landscapes of the party's collective subconscious. And through these dreams, dreadfully, we learned Tarn has been assaulted. The tanky monk's monastery is in danger, and the druid's mentor is enslaved by the dastardly greyhorns. The humble archer maintained a silent demeanor, yet the images woven within the tapestry of the youthful master's thoughts, which I impermanate, paint a most somber tale. It appears that the demise of Professor Tupelo's beloved hath befallen at the hands of this imperious force we've set ourselves against. Oh, listen to me now, would you? We, ourselves, well, <laughs> perhaps I am enjoying myself a bit more than I let on. The young master communed with the fissure heart and confirmed the dire tidings that Phelan indeed suffers under a relentless assault, and that the shield warden himself has been summoned forth to lead a battalion to safeguard the borderlands. I suspect I'll need to keep a close watch on young Ember as he processes the idea of his father charging into battle. What next? Oh yes, having read a missive of utmost esteem, graciously pinned by their departing companion, the ever-wondrous Tabaxi Navarius Katniss Naveen, the Fellowship found themselves greeted by a resonant knock upon the door. Lo, t'was none other than Senator Olmug, beset by a vile dart administered by a perfidious rogue. Hired, no doubt, by some ne'er-do-well upset by the recent deliberations that transpired within the halls of the Senate. Oh, um, I need a drink. <laughs> Dusty tomes, those pages. <laughs> All that you see in the prophet a proclamation, deeming the Argentinian Empire foe to the realm of Terrath. Though the proposition triumphed, it was a narrow victory, and so... 
did not come without its repercussions, for Freeport swiftly descended into disarray, casting aside the veils of order and stability. The aftershocks of this vote, I suspect, will be felt the dawnlands over. Well, the druid Amberwoods tended to the noble senator, who insisted he'd join us on our trip to Talonholt. And thus, enchantments of invisibility were invoked, and the fellowship most expeditiously departed for the south gate. And much as I respect a steady hand and a ponderous spirit, I must confess that Greyguin's lethargy and penchant for contemplation leave much to be desired. Every situation warns her measured approach as if adhering to some infallible protocol. Time brooks no delay. Hasten forth, Greyguin, for fuck's sake, there's a war on! <laughs> My apologies. <Amen>. Apologies. <laughs> as we arrive at the sky port... A band of ruffians dared to impede our passage. Their barricade standing is a feeble challenge. The youthful master put down a line of cocaine for delicate life. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Arcane. Arcane. Dispensed a thread of arcane for delicate light fall, who then materialized with an ethereal grace behind a nefarious mage who'd set his sights upon our heroes, and with a deft and righteous strike, our most capable monk dispatched the caster from the precipice, evoking much jubilation in the heart of Master Pocketwise. We are Sparta, he cried, <laughs> whilst commanding a deluge of sticky honey from his beloved bees. A web of honey, it should be said, that I set aflame with little delay. Oh, it was metal, metal indeed, for I brought forth the fury of Finrir, lighting them up with the flames of divine retribution, a just sentence for their acts of pure treachery, the dancing fire upon their flesh, consuming their wickedness, and I, a vessel of wrath, an instrument of justice. Their fate sealed their souls ashen, the air heavy with their vanquished hopes, their shattered dreams. Where was in an instant breath the druid's form took flight as that of a majestic eagle, while the fine gent pocketwise found himself buoyed upon by his swarm of industrious bees. Delegate Lightfall too was caught in the ethereal grasp of the heavens, ascending to great heights, leaving only myself and Master Colborn firmly rooted to Mother Earth. Even so, none of us faltered in due time our adversaries met their ignoble fate one and all, vanquished by our resolve and steady hands of Upon these now hallowed grounds. Hallowed indeed, because our fleeting taste of triumph has been swiftly eclipsed. For a nearby skyport, moments ago, bastion of grandeur, now erupts in furious explosion, its fragments raining down upon me as I speak, dear listener. What awaits this band of companions? I know not, but indeed, twould be a falsehood to claim. This narrator, this consciousness that the tome of the Colborn is anything other than delighted to be a humble thread woven into the tapestry of this most heroic and harrowing tale. And now, uh, to the tower! Well, what a great new character we have in our midst. <laughs> Gonna need him to show up. More. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew that this was hiding in, in, in the town? Not me. This whole time. Not I until about a week ago. <laughs> I I could hear five more minutes of fire spell talk. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you like? I w- I'm so curious if how many times you searched like synonym for. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> quite, quite a few, dude. Yeah, the vocabulary. Yeah, that's I learned a new word, perfiduous. Yeah. Perfiduous. Perfiduous rogue. I would like to I, use that, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> bad. Amazing. Bad. Just bad. Perfiduous. All right, I'm gonna work that in tonight. Uh, really well done. Absolutely worth the two hero points that you uh, thank you, sir. For that, that was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> to the tower. To the tower, you say. I think anyway. To the tower, you say. I should just go home. You want to go home? Yeah. After that, I'm just yeah. like sleeping. Just like lay down. We'll catch you tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be here, right? Yeah. Can we just go back to the spa? Um, can we just? <laughs> can we just? Uh... <clears throat> Yeah. Can we? Someone needs to explain that. Why he's out? Why he's in our midst? Oh, why he is a yeah. character that we're looking at today? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a, there's a picture of General Fitz on the table, mm-hmm. uh, as well as some other NPCs that may or may not be well, yeah. related to This one's happening. with us. This one's with us. Who's that again? Um, that is the evil counselor. Nizal. Yes. Who was on the... Was he in the litter? We don't know. Cannot confirm nor deny these allegations. <clears throat> I thought you noticed that it was here. just noticed like Nobody the saw who was inside. Okay. Yeah, right. the, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the blinds were, the curtains were drawn. Well. Um, <clears throat> but, um. Let's get ready to pop off. This is. Metal. You climb back to your feet. <sighs> as the undulations of the earth that knocked you to the ground subside. All the color has been drained from the world in an instant. As a cloud of dust pervades your senses and a loud ringing fills your ears. Overhead, you hear screams and the sound of people rushing around the tower. Even from this distance, shouts can be heard from the crew of the few ships still docked, urgently barking orders as they prepare to cast off and move away from the chaos that has developed. Sills takes a brief moment to grieve his fallen comrade, while Gwyn gets Senator Olmud to his feet. Sills wipes the tears off his face and collects himself. They're destroying the sky parts. We have to get to our ship. As you regroup at the base of the 400-foot tower, you know that your time is short. You'll have to hope that you can reach the Asher's Grace before it leaves you behind. Everyone go ahead and make a perception check. <clears throat> Ten. Eleven. Nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Um, Juber, you're the only one that uh, takes a second to take in your surroundings. This is not the right mood. Jaunty. Um, <clears throat> it could be if you wanted to. It could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renaissance <laughs> Standing at the base of this massive tower, through the smoke and dust, you now see several large barrels that have been positioned around, hidden behind brush and other debris. A faint scent catches your attention, reminding you distinctly of your time at the Greyheart Industries factory in Charnholm. A mixture of saltpeter and sulfur fouling the air. Uh, how many large barrels? Uh, you see, just standing at the base, you see four of them. <clears throat> uh, is there anything that 
the four of you want to do with this moment as you collect yourselves before you begin your ascent of the tower? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just whisper to uh, Ellery Amberwoods. I'm looking. I'm feeling pretty hurt. You got anything? As I hear that, I give you one okay. good berry. Um, <laughs> as you hear that whisper, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Um, I, I would share that I saw four large barrels of the dragon powder and that we need to be really quick. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, I do have a question for you really quick. Yes. I'm going to roll this digitally, Brian. Can add 22 points oh, back. Wow, nice. One Thank casual. Yeah. Um, um, the healer's kit. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know how to, like, I put it in my inventory. Yeah. I didn't know if that was, like, the right way to do yeah. it. So I think that, that that item in D&D Beyond doesn't have charges. Yeah, it doesn't. But in the notes, okay. you can, um, like, if you click into it, mm-hmm. you can customize, customize the notes. Okay, cool. And then there you can say, like, charges remaining, and I think you used one on Senator Olmog. I did. Um, and I can't remember if you've used any others. No, just that one. <clears throat> I would like to uh, drink my small potion of healing and then fill that bottle with the blood of one of the downed folk. Awesome. You guys watch as Ember kind of slinks away uh, towards one of the corpses on the ground. Um, <clears throat> the closest one would actually be the... Uh, it would actually be the mage. So go ahead and make oh, an investigation yeah. check cool. uh, while you're over <clears throat> Natural 20. Mm. Oh, wow. Hey, you find oh. a spell book. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. Oh, man. Heck yes. Okay, I tuck it, I tuck it away. So excited. Uh, really? uh, we must uh, make haste up to yeah. town. I, I know that's important. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, awesome. Anything you want to do, Tibble? Yeah, as we're... Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, did Ellery get hit during that battle? No. Okay. Ellery as an eagle did. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Eagle Ellery. Then um, I'm going to cast um, aid on uh, myself and Juniper and Ember, which will heal five points and increase your uh, hit points by five temporary hit points. Nice. Yeah, and it's actually your max AC, your max HP that increases plus five. Plus five. Yes. So it, so you can heal up to it for eight hours. Yeah. So you have a new ceiling. So sorry. If you go into your um, hit points, Ash, you can override the uh, max HP by five. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> and it should yeah. increase yeah. your current hit points as well. I did. Yeah. Which okay. is still very low. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it funny that I'm dying? Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> While Ellery was patching Ember, she would have been side eyeing you. Like, what would she say in terms of your health? Mm. Like, if someone took the one piece of the large piece that was uh-huh. left and cut it in half okay. because there were more people that showed up at the party than they expected, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you'd see. <clears throat> um, yeah. Juniper has uh, chemical burn scars all over her skin mm-hmm. from the acid that that uh, mm-hmm. was her eventual demise. Yeah. <clears throat> Not demise. Uh, you can add ten more points well, of health. Okay. Oh wow! Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Anything else that you're doing before you begin your ascent? 
When we look up at the ship that we're going to, do we see activity up there? So you can hear activity okay. all the way from down here, but this cloud of dust and debris has encapsulated okay. the, the base of this tower so that you can't see more than like 30 feet okay. beyond the action. And when you describe the other towers that we could see, it was a pole and there was a platform that jutted out from it. That's right. Defying... Multiple, uh, like uh, like multiple okay. spoke wheel okay. that goes in every direction. Okay. So lots of different ports. Okay. Um, you do remember that only about a third of uh, the ports were occupied when yeah. you arrived. Yes, and we saw ports. all the ships uh, pulling away. Um, That's right. If I could, I would like to be putting Spectral Twyla like a coil, or I can move it thirty feet with a bonus yeah. uh, action up to three hundred feet away. So just kind of so just like continue to sit. If if the yeah, there's this at the base of this tower. Stairwell. There's an exterior stairwell okay. that that moves up. You've seen, you remember during the battle, you kind of had a moment to take in the tower, right. and it it would get skinnier in places, okay. and you would you wouldn't see an exterior stairwell, and then it would it would branch back out on landings and okay. exterior. So okay. some combination of interior and exterior stairwells okay. going. Yeah. So just to whatever degree that I can keep Twyla like. Uh, a floor ahead of us, so to speak. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, in order to get to the Asher's Grace before it casts off, we're going to initiate a skill challenge. You guys remember how all these work? We did one recently in Brian's campaign. Um, you can use any skill that you're proficient in. You can use spells. You can use key points. As long as you can justify a narrative reason that they work. Okay. Um... You uh, uh, need to get seven successes in order to beat the ticking time clock. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. Seven is what you're aiming for. If you get three failures, you will not make it in time. Okay? The stakes are high. You know that the Asher's Grace is about to depart its dock, and you need to get there immediately. All right? Um, So, to kick this off... I'm going to have Ember, <clears throat> since you're sending Twilight ahead, you'll be the first to roll on our complications table. Go ahead and roll a d10. Okay. And now that Twilight is in the picture, should we be thinking of Twilight with the voice Zero is a 10, of right? the yeah. book that we just heard? Is that her internal voice? That's the internal voice. Okay. Yes, but X outside. Yeah, 10. You begin your ascent... Uh, as you push your way forward, just kind of um, using Twyla as as the four um, scout of your party, you're able to push forward uh, with nothing in your way. For the first flight, as you reach the first landing, there's nothing in your way. Okay, that's the okay. one ten that's going to be an automatic success. That's one success. <clears throat> Tempers a chance. You nailed it on the first one. Sweet. Uh, Juniper, why don't you go ahead and roll for our second complication, D10. Okay. That's a four. Four. Okay. Um, as you come up onto this landing ahead, you see that the, uh, the exterior staircase that you, you're circling and Already, you're breathing he- heavily. Um, it's a combination of the physical exertion that you just put into trying to stay alive against this uh, this group of thugs and this mage that just kind of came out of nowhere. Yes. Uh, 
literally doing stair steppers as fast as you can and breathing in this cloud of dust. Um, you, you feel your lungs heavy as you come on, uh, as you make your way onto this uh, um, platform where the tower kind of constricts and gets smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a makeshift barricade ahead of you constructed in front of a doorway that seems to be the staircase you need to uh, continue your way up through. Mm-hmm. Um, you have... Uh, this is this is your first challenge. Anybody can use a skill to overcome this. Okay. Juniper would like to try to use acrobatics to see if the level above her is one that she could actually jump up to grab and pull herself up. Oh wow! And and bypass the barricade. Nice. Presumably carrying a rope with you to let people climb behind you. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check. It's going to be DC fifteen. <clears throat> 17 plus 8. Yeah. Uh, no problem. You, you like, wall run up this thing and find a few handholds on the underside of the next platform above you, and literally, like, uh, you know, um, who's who's the great, who's a great rock climber? You, you're, like, fully inverted and make your way up and around. And carrying the rope, your friends are able to bypass the, uh, the barricade in front of them. Uh, that is a second success. Go ahead and roll me a d10, Hillary. <clears throat> Nine. Nine, okay. Yeah. And we can't fail. Um, pulling yourselves up onto the next landing, you... Um, you're, you're kind of startled by this giant crowd of people uh, that have all kind of hunkered down and are gathered. These are people you assume that would be passengers, um, but either their ships have left or yeah. things are happening around them that have stopped them in their tracks. Um, hundreds of people between you and the interior stairwell that you need to get to in order to make your way up. It's not going to be a problem to get there. It's a matter of how fast can you navigate through this yeah this crowd. How can you get there quickly? Because you know time is of the essence. Yeah? I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> Put me in! Put me in! <laughs> can I take this one? Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, anybody can contribute to any check. Sure. You're just going to randomly yeah. roll yeah. for them. Um, I would like to scream at the top of my lungs, <laughs> Oh, it's a bee's ass stinging me! There's so many bees! And just have all my bees chase me and make sure everyone gets out of my way as they see a cloud of bees uh, all around me. I love it. Um, are you proficient in deception? Are you proficient in persuasion? No. Performance. <laughs> Tell me what skill you want to use in order to make this work. Um, I would, would be like to use um, my bees ability to uh, not my own persuasion, but their own on their ability to not only uh, do my will because I use them for my uh, unseen servant sometimes. Okay. Um, but also pick me up and move me. So okay. I am using their ability, which it's hard for me to claim right Love now, it. but I, I feel like we could make a case for it uh, that they would be so convincing uh, that they would be going forth in front of me and people would be like, what are these bees? And then a yeah. screaming little person is like, oh, they're, watch out, there's a bees, they're everywhere, they're stinging me. Love it. Um, you have half pers- or half. Um What's the word I'm looking for? Proficiency in animal handling. I do. So let's use that skill. Go ahead and I'm roll. I'm glad you're paying animal. attention, DM. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 
guys. <clears throat> Ooh, that's an eight. Plus my animal handling. Uh, so I have a plus six to animal handling. Okay. That's a 14. It is. DC is 15, unfortunately. Oh, it was so close. It was so close. Um, Guys, I'm not so good about that one, too. You you yell and scream and make this big show of things, and it causes disarray, but not in the way you want it. It's just like people running back and forth, uh, making the crowd even more difficult to handle. My beast failed to, me, uh, <laughs> handle. Um, You do eventually push your way through, uh, following Tupelo, because people are kind of spreading as, you know, when they when he gets real close. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't speed you up unfortunately uh, and that's one one failure you've got two successes one failure uh, Kurt go ahead and roll a d10 um, just to clarify this for me mechanically we can use any skill but only each one once that's correct and you have to be proficient in it so you've got to have a bubble in it um, 10 was your yes roll? go ahead and roll again um, you can also, Four. by the way, no like no any no any skill that's on your skill yeah. sheet, like just make a case. Oh, yeah, make a case for it. Spell, whatever. Yeah. As long as you're using some resource that you have. All right. What was you your second roll? Uh, four. Four. Okay. I'm gonna roll to see if we're high or low. Okay, we're going high. Um. Okay. Uh. So you uh, finally push your way through into this interior uh, stairwell. Again, spiral staircase going up the interior this time. As you emerge into the doorway, uh, this small group of thugs, not dissimilar to the ones that you saw down at the base, step forward, weapons brandished, uh, ready for a fight. What are you guys doing? Um... Um, I, you said spell could work? Spell can work, yeah. So, like, Absolutely. and what I, ha- I would have to, like, actually cast it. Yes. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So, I will try casting, um, Earth Tremor. Okay. That's... Yeah, at third level. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, Ellie would step forward and, um, uh, you'd see her do some stuff and hopefully let's make this Earth Tremor. Sick. Okay. Um, what is this? What is the spell save for your or the DC for your spells? Um, Dex fifteen. Dex fifteen. Awesome. Um, okay. You step forward. You cast the spell. That is a thirteen. Uh, Eleven plus two. Thirteen. So uh, they both fall to the ground. Um, and as they do, you're able to kind of grab everyone and kind of lead them through this trembling earth because you're familiar with the way that it undulates when you cast the spell. Um, that's a success. Well done. Great. Well done. All right. Back to Brian. Go ahead and roll me a d10. Cool. Uh, two. Uh, you step out onto, uh, an exterior landing and for a moment, uh, you you get like this whiff of fresh air um, only to be uh, hemmed in again as you hear uh, another explosion somewhere far off and more uh, more detritus, more uh, stones hitting the ground. Uh, you gather that there's still activity in the other skyports that is, uh, this seems like a calculated strike. There's, there seems to be some sort of huh. bigger thing that's happening here that you're starting to put together, but a new cloud of dust kind of uh, envelops you. 
um, your section of the tower, uh, making it nearly impossible for you to see as you stumble forward. Could I uh, use my um, arcane ability with it being uh, difficult for me to see, to use my manifest mind and position Twyla somewhere that kind of like acts as a scout through this difficult... Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, so we're calling that Arcana. Is that what you want to go for? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Let's... what I would be using to try to like control that thing. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. Go ahead and roll okay. Arcana. All right, I'll <clears throat> my goggles on. Um, 23. 23 is a success, yes. Um, using Twyla, uh, you're you're going up an exterior st- stairwell, and the the scary thing about these exterior stairwells, they're nice and wide, but there's no guardrails on these things. These are um, beautifully constructed, incredibly crafted, but like the way that uh, the way that you know a Silicon Valley executive might like construct their home like there's not a lot of practicality in it form over function the the brutalist form of architecture yeah Yeah. Um, see how my pool dips off into this chasm of death yeah yeah don't let your children there's about as many guardrails on these towers as there are on the Death Star Um, (laughs) as you you uh, use Twyla to kind of uh, guide your way through you're able to successfully without anybody having a close call you make it up to the next landing uh, Ashley, go ahead and roll me a d10. I think we're at four successes, one failure. One failure, yeah, that's right. Seven. Is it 12, by the way? Oh, dang. I mean, it's less than 10, so it still works. But I'll take the seven. That's fine. Okay. It's just random. It's just random. Yeah. Just uh, you, you hear a small explosion overhead, and someone screams. Rounding a corner, you reach a landing where you could turn. Uh, you could turn in to take an interior stairwell. Uh, or you could t- continue your climb around the outside. A guard has just emerged from the interior stair- stairwell, brandishing a sword. Uh, ahead of you, a large gap in the exterior stairwell greets you, adorned by uh, black scorch marks in the stone. Something has blown a hole in the stairs. Which way do you want to go? Through the interior stairwell, where there's a guard, or across the chasm that has now developed? On the exterior. Okay, Juniper is going to use her proficiency in perception to yeah. try to figure out which way is the safest nice. to go. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll okay. a perception check. Okay, well, 18 plus. You guys are killing us. Holy crap. We do have a whole failure. I want you. You do so have a whole thing. And I'm coming back yeah. around again. So. <laughs> okay, so that's, I'm the assuming that's a success. The, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm assuming that my um, 25 is, is a success. Absolutely. Oh, nice um, nice you, with that perception, you see, uh, you catch a glimpse of the, the guard that's stepping out, and shadows moving behind him, and you, you think, there's like, there's a whole squad that's going to come out to greet us. So, uh, Using your quick thinking, you usher everyone towards the chasm. Um, I'm going to say that you guys figure out how to clear this using acrobatics, using athletics, uh, to get over the chasm and continue your way around the exterior stairwell. Um, well done for choosing the, the easier of the two paths. Good job. Uh, all right. Let's have another D10, Aaron. These are so stressful. So stressful. Like, in my body, it's so, just yeah. real yeah. anxious. Okay. Go ahead and roll yeah. again. Uh, ten. Okay, I'm gonna just roll, roll down here. Okay. Um, 
as you come around, you've cleared this uh, this chasm in the stairwell, and everybody's safely made it across. Uh, you continue to turn around the corner, and you see that you've located the source of what blew a hole in the in the stairs. It seems to be uh, this oily, viscous substance um, that somebody is just like randomly dropping on the exterior stairwells. They dropped one that didn't ignite, and it has. Just, uh, can you do the honey trap noise for us? The, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's just done that all over the stairs. Um, it's slick and uh, viscous. Again, no stair, no, uh, no guardrails. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you guys going to get past uh, this slippery mess? Sure, it can solve any problem. Uh. Could I, um, could I? How 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 big is this? Like, we'll call it like uh, we'll call it like a fifty foot section of the, like this whole area has just like okay, just exploded. okay, yeah. But if you have something in mind, well, so what I was gonna what I was gonna try to do real quick is just to pull out my marvelous pigments oh. and just try to like paint a bunch of like stepping stone squares, okay, real fast, or maybe like maybe like paint one and step on it and then paint another one and put it in front of me and just um, however many square feet I need to spend to like build us across. Or like one super long um, board that we'll just lift up and like plank and just put it across. Love it. I will say if you're willing to part with a hundred square feet done then you can easily... It's not that it takes that that many square feet. It's that you're basically just, like, sp- just, just throwing it yeah, yeah, you, like, okay. have the intention of mind, and you just throw yeah. these pigments onto the stairs, and it kind of creates this, like, zigzag of, yeah. like, a plank that you guys can make your way up. That's a lot of, lot of pigment. No, it is it a lot is. of pigment. Like, if we need it. It, it is. Like, do the success. Okay. Yeah, okay. success. Cool. Thanks, man. You emerge from the... Uh, from the cloud of uh, dust and debris that has been uh, hindering your your vision, keeping you from being able to see out, and you can finally breathe fresh air. Fresh air. You see uh, the blue sky above you, um, and you hear uh, you hear Grey Gwen kind of mumbling to herself. And you uh, let's see, Grey Gwen is still invisible, so you don't actually see her. You would see her, be you know. She's not concentrating on the spell. Is she I, she took the one. No, I she took the potion. Okay, so right. she's yeah. invisible. She's like yeah. one half of what's supporting Olmug sure. through this yeah, whole yeah. thing. Um, but you hear her voice, and Ember, you would instantly recognize that she's mumbling in the way that you would w- to cast message. Um, you see now uh, vertically above you, no no more than 120 feet. There is the Asher's Grace, and um, you get the sense that she's messaging someone in the ship. Um, As in, hold on, hold on, don't leave yet. Please don't leave us. Uh, yes. Kurt needs the, to make it on this ship. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, she tells you that they're they're on the verge of having to push off. They're being attacked mm-hmm. on the top floor. Um, they'll hold out as long as they can, but if they can't hold out long enough, there is a rendezvous point at the gate ruins. That's going to cost you a couple days of travel. And... You know, yeah. you know that General Fitz has a two-day yeah. That's why his pictures there remind us. Yes. 
The journey would also be treacherous by foot as you'd be passing through the facades wilds. We don't. We're not doing that. We can't. Yeah. So, we continuing on, Kurt, yeah. you're our next roll. Yeah. Let's... We've got six <laughs> right successes. Three. Three. V-O-U-S. Rendezvous. It's Rendezvous. very, very, very French. Uh, the sound of projectiles cutting through the wind catches your attention, and you look up in time to see a barrage of arrows running down from the top floor of the tower. Somebody has spotted you. You've emerged from the cloud of dust, and mm-hmm. now this barrage is coming towards you. What are you doing? Um, can I... Can I, uh... Could I go ahead. Uh, got cast, you, burn one of my features to cast Burning Hands through the Manifest Mine, like 20 feet out in front of us, cast a cone of defense? That's sick. Cool. Um, uh, yes, absolutely you can. That is a success. Uh, I do need everybody to make um, dexterity saving throws as now there are burning arrows that aren't you know, they're not going yeah. <laughs> to pin you down, but there might be a little bit of damage associated with this here. 19. <clears throat> 16 plus 8. We're going to say uh, DC 13 on this. 12. Wait, so uh, me to beat it, 13? Yep, 13 beats it. Everybody, and it's just oh, that was a 12. Wait, is this a dex, saving throw? dex save? Yes. It's a plus 2, that's a 13. Yeah. Nice. Everybody <laughs> saved. Okay, well done. As, as Ember steps forward and <laughs> issues forth this cone of fire up into this barrage of arrows, which is a baller move, by the yeah. way. <laughs> um, you just hear, like, uh, what's falling past your ears is just like the ashes mm-hmm. of yeah. the arrows. Uh, uh, blue, you get hit by one and it just oh. into like a cloud of smoke. Um, that is seven successes. Yep. Wow. And one fail. Only one failure. Only one failure. You guys crushed that. I mean, <laughs> crushed that. It makes sense. Look at that guy. He's going to fail once. It was a really good idea. Yeah. It was a good idea. So. You hurtle towards the Asher's Grace, summoning every last ounce of strength left in your bodies after the strenuous climb. Adding your strength to the the crew that's already fending them off, you handle the archers and bandits that are assailing the ship, killing several of them and forcing uh, Mm -hmm. the one on the adjacent docks to retreat back. Several crewmates assist you, pulling you from the gangplank and onto the ship. As Grey Gwyn, Sills, and Olmug step aboard, you hear a human woman with wild... Uh, uh, sorry, you see a human woman with wild hair standing on the top deck, and you hear her yell down to a Genesee man uh, with ashen skin, and she says, Full speed! Away! You watch as the Genesee begins to focus, moving his hands through the air uh, slowly and deliberately, speaking under his breath with his eyes closed, and the ship begins to pull away and upward towards the blue sky. The gangplank that they didn't remove falls away into the cloud of dust below, and you have successfully made it onto yes. the Asher's Well done, everybody. Well done. Pass it over. Um, I would, could I uh, pull my goggles up, and I'm just going to tip, like give a little salute to the uh, the Genesee, and say, well done, Finn Reardon. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Uh, you do so, and um, I think it's eyes... something that captains say to, to people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> eyes closed in concentration, moving his hands as though manipulating like the time and space and air around you. Uh, he, like... Uh, his, his expression doesn't change from one of like intense concentration, and he says, a shard and continues oh. to, to navigate the ship away. As we're pulling away, can I go to the back of the ship? I'd like to open up my ever-smoking bottle and allow it to dispel its maximum amount of smoke just to, in case anyone's watching, they think, oh, maybe it's damaged and they won't make it. Absolutely. Um, you do so. And um, let, me, let me change our ambience here. Um you pop the lid on your ever-smoking bottle and uh, it starts to create a, a smoking cloud from behind the ship. You do see that the the uh, men that retreated in the battle at the top um, have come back onto the gangplanks and are just like firing pot shots. Sure. And they're just like sailing into the cloud and totally missing. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Well done, everybody. You just saved yourself two days of travel, mm-hmm. which is Fuck huge. all that. We're on an airship. We were huge. We had our eye on the prize. Um, Can we um, have some exposition about this airship, please? <laughs> no, I, I, like I don't, I don't all, have anything to I'd like to hear all about it. Fail, so. mm-hmm. Please. Please, <laughs> During the first half hour of sky sailing, no one aboard the ship seems to acknowledge your presence. The deck is a hive of activity. The air genesee continues to concentrate on lift and propulsion while the woman on the top deck shouts orders to the rest of the crew, who release sails and pull ropes, tie down cargo, resupply ammunition for the ballista towards the bow, they repair damage, and a dozen other tasks. The view from this height is dizzying. Behind you, now that you've cleared the smoke cloud, you can see the octagonal city of Freeport receding into the distance. Bells still ringing, and smoke rising here and there. The ocean undulating serenely beyond, reflecting sunlight on every wave and sparkling like a diamond. Ahead of you, a great plain stretches out as far as you can see. Miles of fields and farms create a patchwork of earth tones, but you notice that they only stretch so far. At the edge of your vision, you notice that the squares of farmers' fields stop, and beyond that, a plane of desolation stretches out into infinity. To the east, you see the semblance of the woods of the steading far on the horizon, and to the west, the coastline stretches out away from Freeport. Eventually, after about a half hour, things fall into a steady routine, and the woman in command of the ship descends to the main deck and welcomes you. Surveying the group, she addresses Gravewind first. Hey, old friend. I'm not sure what's going on in Freeport, but I'm glad we're away from it now. Seeing Old Mug, she adds, Had I known we were flying with a senator, I would have brushed my hair. Oh, she's so cool. She's so awesome. Gwen smiles and gives the woman a hug. No, you wouldn't have. She addresses the rest of you. 
I am Amara Tarbletuk, Wind Watcher of the Asher's Grace. Our air speaker is Ahmed Nailo. The air genesee gives a nod and continues to focus on his evocations. What's his name one more time? Sorry. Ahmed Nailo. Uh, last name N A H I L O. <clears throat> she surveys your group, raising an eyebrow at your weapons. Your team doesn't look like your normal crew, Gray. There's a moment of awkward silence as Gray Gwen seems to be reasoning out how to respond. She turns to the rest of you. Um, before I engage in this conversation, I would want to try to use... That's Ahmed. Wow. Oh, okay. <clears throat> perfect. Sweet. That's kind of how I pictured him, actually. What I have been able to track through all of that running around where the four barrels of dragon powder ended up. Yeah. Um, what you gathered was the men that you fought at the base. They, there was something about, something about that fight, something about the way they positioned themselves, something about um, their desperation that makes you think that they were there for more than just turning people away. Um, and you know that those barrels still lie at the base of the mm-hmm. tower. They were wanting to get them in the air. Or take down the tower. You think, oh, okay. based on the tower that was destroyed, you think that probably destroying that tower yeah. was their intention. Okay. So, Gregwin kind of struggles with the answer to why it's a small and odd-looking crew. She seems to want to defer to the rest of you. It's your plan. She doesn't know how much to say. Mm-hmm. There is important work to the West, and we are assisting the senator in putting down some troubles in Talonholt. And we have skills which we put to well use. Fair lady. <laughs> the de facto spokesman for the group, Ember, steps love forward. It. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> um, a touch of confidence in Ember's voice, one that maybe we haven't really seen before. It's just, maybe just barely more. (laughs) Um, So she kind of narrows her eyes and says, To Talonholt, then. We set our course to Talonholt. Yes, please. All right, very well. Um... We have uh, some accommodations. Uh, she looks. She she looks at Senator Olmuk, who is still barely conscious yeah. on his feet. Uh, Gray has intentionally dropped the um, the invisibility that's on her now, and uh, obviously they've had this exchange. Yes, um, if we could find uh, something comfortable for the senator, I believe um, he's going to take some time to convalesce. Uh, and this kind of raises an eyebrow for Amara, but she doesn't ask any other questions. 
there seems to be trust between these two women, and uh, quickly Olmug is ushered towards the captain's quarters where he'll uh, take his residence until he's well. Um, and Juniper would tell Amara, um, we, we want to help in any way that we can, um, and I know that this group could use a rest as well. Yeah, you look like you've seen some things. I don't really know what's happening in Freeport, but, um... Well, I had half a mind to... As close as we are, to leave Grey there when I saw the tower fall. Uh, perhaps we should catch up on the details some other time. You look like you need some rest. Uh, there are quarters below deck. I'll show you down there. Uh, or I'll, I'll have someone show you down there. And uh, if there's no other questions for the captain, she soon hands you off to yeah. some of her crew. How, how many crew are on this ship? Looking around, you see maybe a dozen and a half. Okay. There's, it's a pretty yeah. substantial okay. crew. Like, it's just short of 20 people on this ship. Um, you... Let's just get a visual, you know. Just curious for a sky ship. I thought this was going to be the sky ship. Uh, okay. And when I saw it on the shelf, I was Apparently, like, oh, man. we've ordered something else. <laughs> I like the royal me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Love it. What? Did you get to build this? Yeah. Nice. Yes. It was a fun little puzzle. Um, multiple oh, decks. Smokes. And you did say ballista. So this is yeah. the ballista that you described. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Ballista on the front. Um, you did notice that, like, as you emerged into the fray, they were fighting off, uh, you know, this, this horde of people that was yeah. trying to destroy their ship and other ships that were docked um, with the weapons that they had available, uh, primarily, primarily the ballista. Uh, multiple decks. The uh, vast, like, the vast... Volume, majority volume of this ship is the um, patchwork hide balloon that is suspended above yeah. the deck of the ship, and it's uh, it's almost it's crazy to look at um, this uh, this mass that seems to want to be pulling upward all the time, mm -hmm. um, and you can tell that whatever work um, Ahmed is doing is manipulating the way that the wind interacts with this. Huge balloon, this dirigible that's above your head. Um, the crew does uh, lead you down to the lower deck where there are um, cots and hammocks, uh, you know, kind of crew quarters um, in a, you know, communal sense. There's no real rooms or um, divisions on the lower deck, but this is, this seems to be where uh, people hole up for the evenings or when they're off their shifts. What time of day is it now? <clears throat> it's still before noon. Oh, before yeah. noon. Yeah, you guys left okay. in the morning. All of this yeah. has happened in the matter of a couple hours, so it's early yet. <clears throat> um, what would you guys like to do? I would like to, uh, if, if there's a, um, a kitchen uh, or cook staff. Um, Tupelo finds it very calming to uh, assist in cooking, and he would see if he could uh, lend some aid or 
uh, clean something or help in some menial task. Absolutely. You find the galley, um, the, uh, the, the cook, the sky cook, um, is this, <laughs> is this rather, uh, rather portly, uh, half elf, um, which is kind of odd. Like you usually see like yeah. people of elven lineage are generally rather lithe. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's uh, a <laughs> little portly. That's how, you judge a good, that's how you judge a good, yeah. a good, uh, a good cook. <laughs> uh, and you know, the, it's it's meager the supplies that are on board not in quantity but in the quality of food yeah. you know this is this is like food to sustain a crew of this size for long sure. trips uh, so everything is like consolidated and packed down cool is does everything on the ship seem to be taking weight into consideration is everything kind of light and there is not a lot of excess heavy mm. weighty things yeah yeah you do notice that um, where a ship you know, would be um, like a like a ship on the sea. Uh, you would put weighty things, you know, in, in particular places to, towards the bottom to kind of keep things in balance. Um, this almost the way that things are are stacked on the ship is almost the opposite. It's like instead of bringing things towards the center, things are like pushed to the edges. Um, That's cool. And there's not there's not a lot of. Um, uh, you see the the use of very like light woods, um, very uh, like thin framed shelving cool. units. Um, they're still pots and pans, but they're not like yeah. you know one inch thick cauldrons. Yeah, not the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Cool. What are the rest of you doing? Well, Tupelo finds his way. To the I job. would like to find um, just a place along the edge here on the main deck yeah. to just lean up against. So I'm going to pull out uh, three books. Mm. Um, the mage's spell book that mm-hmm. I found. Yeah. Um, the the tome of all of the uh, the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, that book, and then um, another book that I picked up in Tarith, uh, classic military text. Although it's also highly regarded in the business world for its <laughs> teachings on strategy, competition, and leadership. Mm-hmm. It's Sun called, it's called the, the Art of War. The Tome of War. The Tome of War. <laughs> um, and so um, I want to flip through the the go- the Pantheon tome mm-hmm. because I said Fenrirden, thinking that this person you know is a Genesee as well, and he said yeah. Asherden. That's right. And we're he- heading to the Asher Spire, so That's I just right. want to look. Or, like just like quick skim what's Asher about? Yeah, look through the mages spell book, kind of just clock what's what's happening there. Yeah, um, and then in the Tome of War, like war's breaking out. I'm just kind of curious, like what are the timeless lessons that we might want to be keeping in mind? Yeah, love it. Um, to your first question, uh, you you flip quickly through to the symbol that you've come to recognize as Ashar. Um, and you you note that Ashar is the god of air. Uh, nice. Okay. So, um, whereas Fenrir, it's it, she she's also an elemental god. Um, Fenrir being the god of fire, yeah. Ashar being god of okay. wind and air. <clears throat> cool. Um, are there any like particular characteristics of? Is it Asher or Ashar? Uh, it's up to your interpretation. Okay. <laughs> I would want to do my best to like not offend. Ahmed. Yeah, um, Ashar would be the Ashar. Uh, okay, more more closely related to like the primordial okay. tongue. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to want to kind of just be observing what is it that they're doing, and is yeah. there something that I might be able to help with after I get a little bit of rest? So, yeah. Seeing if there's like a characteristic that I could learn about. And cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, go ahead and make me an investigation check as you read. Great. Was Asher a god or a goddess? Goddess. Uh, that's too bad. That's only a 12. 12. Okay. Um, you, you kind of read through the surface level, you know, like you're speed reading, you're trying to take this in quickly because you've got a lot of other things on your mind. Um, let's see if I can remember how to use this. You, you know that, um... Ashar is the, it's, she's associated with air, but also with tempest, so storms. Um, As with most of the, as with all of the elemental gods, uh, Ashar is portrayed in this dichotomous way of like, um, so Fenrir, warmth, life, and destruction and terror, right? Ashar is the same way, this uh, this life force that you must have to live, that you have to breathe air, and also lightning and, you know, this, this destructive nature that air can have. Um, that's that's what I'll say you get okay. from, from that. Go ahead and make me an arcana check as you watch Ahmed. That's going to be really good. Um... 23. You know that uh, he's pulling on the threads most closely associated with elemental magic, um, directly related to air. So you know a spell, I believe, of... um, I know Warding Wind. Warding Wind, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's magic that is similar in nature to that spell. Cool. That he's he's pulling on as he... uh, And you can tell he's... um, where you've learned to cast spells uh, as a... The analogy I would use is like charging a capacitor and then discharging it immediately. Um, you can tell that he has figured out this... this um, he, the way that he casts is by slowly emanating this magic for long periods of time. And you can tell like man, this guy's going to be exhausted at the end of the day. Like, there's no way that this is sustainable for, yeah. you know... If there's only one of these guys on, on board, we're not going to be moving the entire time we're on this ship. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. <clears throat> All right. Um, I would have... I would have tried to find the captain. Amara, yeah. yeah um, she's she's quite busy, you know, m- roaming around the ship, but she has time to, to chat if you have a question or two. Yeah, Ellery will just be, like, awkwardly trailing behind. Um, I'm Like, is the... What's the height difference between us? Uh, she's... Human? She's human. Um, she's not particularly tall. She's an average-sized human, but that's probably twice your height. <laughs> um, yeah, so awkwardly trailing behind, and then Ellery would have said... You know, I I don't brush my hair much either. Uh, she kind of startles as you say that because she didn't see you there. <laughs> Do you keep anything in yours? Oh, um, not really. No, uh, it's uh, 
sort of the windblown look. Oh, you should try it sometimes. When you've got the windblown look, it creates little nests in there, and sometimes you can tuck things in that you might need for later. Mm-hmm. Make a, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Let's see if you win Amara over. Ooh. Seven. <laughs> uh, you see her kind of like... This is fitting. Uh... Well, to each their own. Uh. <laughs> Where did you and your crew come from last? What brought you to Freeport? Well, we're up from Usanel, uh, actually. Uh, we uh, we take on um, so many different uses for skyships. We use skyships to transport goods. Uh, we have sort of the commercial routes where passenger travel is popular. We're um, uh, sort of a crew for hire, so uh, we did a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but uh, uh, we were down in Uthsenel delivering uh, some, some goods uh, actually here from, from Freeport. We base out of Freeport, and that's, that's how we uh, have gotten to know Grey Gwyn when she's gone on various expeditions. We're one of the only ships that's uh, nimble enough, and, uh, well, to be honest, the crew is brave enough to... Uh, you know, kind of take it off the beaten path a little bit. Have you been to the spires before? Uh, we've we've traveled past and through the Asher spires, though uh, not often. It can be a, a bit uh, treacherous. In what way? Is there anything that we should expect? Well, uh, the winds at higher altitudes, uh, they they can gust pretty heavily, and at lower altitudes, well, you have the spires themselves that you have to navigate around. Uh, one wrong calculation by uh, my dear friend Ahmed, and uh, well, we won't have the Asher's Grace for very long. Does he propel the ship on his own? Or does he ever have help? Does he ever sleep? Uh, does he the does. ship fall when he sleeps? Uh, no, uh, the, uh, well, the, the, the dirigible, the, um, Balloon, for lack of a better word, above you is uh, full of uh, a lighter-than-air gas um, that he can manipulate in certain ways uh, to go this way or that. It's all very technical. I don't really understand much of it. Um, But my job is to make sure that he has the support he needs, and that's why the crew... She points up to the the balloon itself, and you see several people, like, walking along gangplanks up here, pulling different ports to let, like, to allow gas out, um, tying sandbags to different places to kind of like balance the, the, uh, list of the, sh- of the ship. Um, we're, we're here to support his work. Uh, and I kind of call the shots. Where do you guys keep the gas? Well, that is a difficult, uh, thing to come by. We, um, we actually have to venture into the wilds to collect it. Uh, it's not something that I personally have done often, but uh, can fetch quite quite a pretty penny uh, doing it here or there. Uh, it's it's quite the uh, quite the craft actually uh, navigating the skies. It's something that's well that we're not really supposed to do. And you see her kind of like puff her chest up a little bit, uh, but. Uh, you know, generations and generations of uh, Tarathians have found a way, and 
the wilds may stand in between our city-states, but they won't keep us apart. Well, that's beautiful. Um, just one last question. What is the gas called? Does it have a name, or...? Uh... Up, up, guess. It's, uh, it's up, up, guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never really thought to ask. It's, uh, I do know that it's quite toxic, and um, you don't want to breathe it. But uh, the, those that, that collect it, they, they just say they're, they're getting the, uh, the air of the wilds. Do not breathe. Okay, thank you. And she'll just like turn around and awkwardly walk away. All right, thank you. Thank you for taking All the right. hit and talking to uh, Captain. Where is Gravelyn at this point? Did she go? Gravelyn accompanied Olmug to the captain quarters and is kind of tending to him a bit. Okay. Um, Juniper would like to seek her owl and um. very unobtrusively just kind of help her tend to him and put herself in a position to ask some questions. Yeah. Um, Easily enough, without rolling, you do so. Um, You've built rapport with Gwen. She's uh, thankful for your help, and eventually, you know, Olmug finds his way to to a restless sleep, but, um, you know, you can tell that that he's resting, and (sighs) Gwen just takes, like, a breath. You can see that... um, her hands are shaking. Gray, you did good today. I didn't... This is not... This is so unfamiliar to me. I don't know what I'm... I don't know what I'm doing here. Even in the unknown and even without knowing what you're doing, you did good. Arius, that poor woman... I've never watched anyone be killed before. There have been accidents. There have been... But... Is this a familiar thing for you to... lose people? Familiar isn't the word I would use. Um, I've seen death more than once, but it doesn't ever feel normal or right. Um, The stakes are high here for all of us, and I think if we fight for what's worth fighting for in this, you'll see it again. There's not much comfort in that, but I suppose it's good to know what to expect. I'm working on my honesty. Well, well done. (laughs) Um, How do you know Amara? Um, Amara's been the um, wind watcher for many of my expeditions, most recently to um, uh, to the Steading, and um, before that, uh, previous expeditions to various places around Terra. Are you asking me if I trust her judgment or trust her discretion or both? Both. 
she's never given me a reason not to trust. Conditions of this expedition are quite unlike any that I've been on before. I, I don't really know what to share or who to, who I can be honest with about our intentions. Uh, it seems that you're keeping everything pretty close to the chest yourself, so I'm that's, trying to figure that out. That's partially why I'm asking. I think as I am. Um honest with myself about our numbers here, um, the state of Senator Olmug and what's at stake here, I am realizing that we need more people on our side who are invested in the cause, and that requires honesty, but I am not sure who to share with, um, and the risk is, is great. Where do you draw the lines? Do you draw them politically? draw them ideologically. I mean, Amara herself is from Brevetta. At least that's where she was born. Um, it seems that there's quite a rift right now between the southern cities and the northern ones. Um, I don't... I don't really understand what what the decision-maker's intentions are. It's all a bit above my head. I've never really waded into the water of politics, but I do think that what I saw leaving the city, it scared me. It, it seemed as though this unity that we've celebrated for generations, did we just lose it? I'm not, not sure. Um, Almug is lying with his eyes closed, and you see him kind of like twitch his head as she says this, as, as if like willing it not to be so. Um, I have to believe that we haven't lost it for good that this is a turning point. Um, but I also don't believe that this is political. I think it goes far beyond that at, at this point. And we are fighting for our future and we're fighting for survival. So... Am I fighting for our future? Am I fighting for survival? You think that if this this potential fragment that we we're seeking, you think that if it falls into this general's hands, that that could be particularly bad for Tarith? I think that it could be incredibly bad for Tarith, yes. Um, your friend, your young friend, said we were bound for Talonholt. We could perhaps pick a guide up there that knows the Ashespires. But if Fitz has my symposium notes, I very much doubt that he will be making a detour 
he'll have a better idea of where to find this than uh, than we will. I have some some idea of where we would be heading, but I have so much running through my brain at any given time about these expeditions that some of the finer details that I use pen and paper to store. Gray, if we needed you to remember, could you? Because all he has is what you've already written down. Can you be our guide? I think I can get us to the region. Beyond that, I really don't know. I mean, it was vague at best to begin with, but I know that it was north of Talonholt. I know that it was in the wilds and the in the ash spires themselves. Um, I could get us on the ground, but if this was meant to be hidden, who knows how long it would take to uncover. We... If, and that's... You have to understand, even if I had my symposium notes, we would be spending a large amount of time in the exploratory phase of this expedition. Fitz has a head start. He has in some information that we don't have, but mm-hmm. it's not a guarantee that he's going to find it right away either. That's what I'm banking on. I think that the idea that your notes will only get someone to the exploratory phase is exactly what I'm hoping for, because these fragments keep seeming to find our group. They call to us in a way that I cannot explain, and so I have to believe that if you can get us to the region, guide us there, that we'll know what to do. I can do what I can do, but I'm not a local to this region. Um, As I said, a a guide in Talonholt might gain us some advantage, but it's a detour to get there. Uh, One of the herd would be ideal, but um, they're an elusive bunch. Uh, They can be dangerous if they're not shown the reverence they've come to expect. And who knows where we would come upon one of them. Or we could go it alone and do our best. I'm going to talk to the other weavers and we'll make a decision. Um, My preference would be not to make a detour, but if you don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, we'll, we'll make a decision. I think the time is of the essence. I think that I feel out of my depth, which is not a feeling I'm accustomed to on an expedition, mm-hmm. but um, somehow I think that your expertise goes beyond mine in this matter, so I will defer to you and what the group thinks is right. In the vein of not um, 
making you feel more confident. I will just tell you that we're all out of our depth all the time and it has seemed to work it out. Yeah, I thought that Arius might not have been the only one that died on those steps. Are you alright? Um, just a couple of burns, but I'll be okay. I'm not afraid of dying, but I am afraid of losing the people that I love. I hope that I can muster that sort of courage in the days to come. I think we'll all need it. You've shown it today. Thank you, Jupa. This has been um, simultaneously encouraging and discouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're welcome. That's that's, that's a good word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go back to the barracks. Not barracks. What's the just kind of the crew quarters. The crew quarters, yeah. yeah. And if everyone was there... We'll stab and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, would just share the different options yeah. for stopping at Talonhold, getting a guide, taking a detour, or not. Um, Amber, uh, I was wondering if... Um, and I think it's only because uh, every time I feel um, safe and comfortable, I feel like um, the rug is pulled up from underneath of us. Do you um, have the ability to um, detect uh, the magic things? Um, just I don't. Uh, I, I trust. Um, you know, the, the friend of my friend is my friend. But um, if if I uh, yeah, if I knew uh, a bit more about uh, what was on the ship, maybe I'd feel um, yeah. a bit more safe. I can definitely do that. I mean, just like throw that up and just kind of casually chill around. I'm pretty good at it's, just blending in. It's, uh, it's one of your best qualities. It I really think, is. I can definitely do that. Uh, physically yeah. and uh, physically blend in. Uh, Oriamba, can you do that too? Detect magic? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. We can maybe do that together. Okay. If you've got... Like a bonding experiment. Or yeah. exercise. Yeah. I mean, you remember how awesome it was when we went to that bar, the salty toad... People don't talk enough about how great and, a team we are. And we nailed it. So <laughs> yeah. let's do that. Let's throw up some detect magic here in a little bit and crew the round. Um, uh, Juniper Lightfall, what is your... Uh, I mean, you you were the one who talked to her. What's, what's your lean? It goes against so much of what I feel in my heart and my body to just blindly believe and yet somehow every big discovery we've made on this journey has been unexplainable yeah no doubt so I think right now we have the upper hand we have as much information as fits okay. we have a little bit of a head start okay. and we seem to be magnetized towards these things for better or for worse so I think we don't take a detour. Great. Here's the reason I asked you. It's because whenever we're in a stressful situation, like, you just go for it. And so we have multiple ways where we can point Juniper Lightfall right now. Mm-hmm. Like, where do we want to point you? And then we're just all going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is everybody cool with that? It's, like, it's never, it's it's, never hurt. Uh, our lack of a plan I mean, it's hurt. has been our plans the whole time. Right. Yeah, that's right. You constantly impress me. 
I will say I have a grievance with all of you. No one has mentioned this zombie behind me. Aren't you guys impressed? Like, look how cool he is. Oh my gosh, totally so much has been happening that I just yes. didn't even... Yeah. The coolest! His name is Snorg. Snorg! Yeah, I don't know how long he'll be around. Can but... I shake his hand or will I break his hand? Don't, I mean, yeah, he's already lost so many body parts. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Maybe don't touch me. I like to imagine that Snorg was like drooling over the over your head as you were having this conversation. Um, and that was like the hair product that you were just... <laughs> <laughs> Ember's going to flip to this page in his uh, spellbook for necromancy. Uh-huh. And um, it's like, it doesn't have very, it doesn't have any like patterns and stuff on it yet. Mm-hmm. But one of the notes for nature that he's looking for is bones. Um, hey, what are, what's the chances? Did you already give me a finger of his? I did. did one time? And because I forgot to give you a feather when I was right, in we, the goal. Um, keep that. Take, cool. take two. If cool. You like. All right. Maybe like yeah. that. Ulna. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's the senator, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, I'm going to grab one of those. And I, can I also just look, does does it have any, like, you know, uh, necromantic patterns or ruins or, like, infernal anything on it? Or is it just a skeleton of a... <coughs> Um, this is, this is a zombie. Yeah, see, it's not a skeleton. Oh, that's right, so this sorry. This is a really a zombie of one of the guards yes. that you guys okay. killed. Um, I will say, as you, like, reach to pull the pinky <laughs> oh, finger, you know, to, like, yeah. uh, one of the crew walks by, and they're like, I wouldn't do the pinky, it's important for grip. <laughs> <laughs> and they just keep walking. Uh, I'm gonna take its pinky toe. <laughs> nice. Can't balance without the pinky toe. <laughs> you know, the first three really do most of the work. That's true. Pay attention. Yeah, evolution-wise, we're fine. Um, I will. I'll just take one pinky toe. Alright. Um... Very, hey, very sorry. You're right. We didn't acknowledge that you had a new uh, feature. I mean, to be honest, I kind of forgot he was there too. Um, well, he's, yeah. I mean, he's wearing all the the guard stuff, right? So he has the official oh, yeah, guard true. armor. Yeah. Yeah. And color. So, yeah. I mean, he's, unless yeah. you unless you've changed yeah. that, yeah. He's, oh, so he's just your, down. He's your he's your guard buddy. Yeah. Okay. A guard. A slack he's like guard fresh. He's a fresh zombie. He's yeah. Fresh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he just yeah slack jawed and really in a zombie movie yeah. he's the one that just died and yeah. just like yeah. just reanimated yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. good job yeah. good job it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah it doesn't smell yet is this due to your power of persuasion how is this um... oh you know it's just a flex of mine um I would like to ask you all if you die within my midst would you like to become my zombie absolutely not please I would do not, not do that to oh, me no I would not okay I'll, I'll sure write... Doyle I mean <laughs> I'll, I'll write that um I'll put that footnote in each of the wills that I've been writing for. great oh great yeah. I you think... can have my cape oh and my whistle oh Okay. You can have everything. Don't get the money. But not your body. No, please do not reanimate me. Well, I mean... Put me in the root (laughs) system of a tree in the glades of Lanaria. Let it be so. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'd like to be put on a a fire pyre and just set a flame. Um, (laughs) I couldn't help but notice that you just called it my cape. And that you're going to give my cape to (laughs) Ellery Amberwoods. I already wrote it in her will. You can't take it back. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Where'd you get that game? It's cool. It's cool. Wasn't it a gift to you? Give to her. 
Yeah. Oh. Totally. Well, <laughs> wait, is a gift not given by the giver to yeah, the Yeah, listen, gifted? I mean, it's yours. I just thought you might say, like, you know, this cape, currently mine, formerly of uh, Ember Colborn's, and so maybe see if Ember's cool if I give it to you. <laughs> oh, no, of course. Are you cool if I give yeah, it to you? Yeah, definitely. Great, okay, it's yours. Yay! I mean, Thank it's not going to fit her. Very small. Maybe she cut it in half. Maybe you want to share it. All the power is immediately gone, and we have uh, just a. It's a clock now. It's a clock. Two kids in a trench coat. Exactly. Um, While the other thing that I want to do, Graham, while this is happening, is that I'm going to pull out this uh, this little bottle with the blood in it. Yeah. Um, And I'm just going to. just start to kind of whisper and um, create a chromatic orb, uh, first level chromatic orb in my hand. Yeah. Um, and but hold it, and as I do so, I'm going to pour the blood onto the chromatic orb. And as I do, it goes from like a four inch kind of uh, glowing energy and shrinks down to a marble yeah. of just this solidified blood. As you as you create it. This sphere begins at the bottom and starts to build up towards the top, and before it closes, you're able to pour the, the blood in there, and then, yeah, it's, you've got a little marble. All right, I'm going I'm to tuck that into one of my holsters. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. What a, what a thing you have done. Okay. I need to let you guys know. I can do this new thing, and it's going to be cool, unless it isn't. Mm. Kind of like okay? the Toll the Dead. How it's like cool if it was. Or, or it's a, yeah. a rainbow spell yeah. that you always cast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like that too. Kind of like a lot of them. <laughs> I, oh, uh, everything I do except for persuade people. Like that <laughs> always goes well. But, yeah. Um, so, like, what, theoretically, it's. Well, let me just tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> is that a demon from the abyss is going to emerge? Once I fo- if I focus on this blood of a dead person, it's kind of metal. It's just, <laughs> all right now, and it'll it'll start attacking things. I can command it, but every single time I command it, it gets a chance to decide if it wants to ignore me from now on. So it can attack us. That's right. Whoa. Okay. That's oh, a do you need our idea. consent for that, or like should we put that in the will? <laughs> well, listen. I mean, it'll just keep doing that for I don't know how long. Oh. But not like an hour or anything. Like, if I don't want it to do that, then, like, at most, I don't know, like 30 seconds or something. But it's, it's going to be a big thing. Is it um, like a little pocket size thing? Or how big is this well, uh, demon? I mean, it, um, it's, it, it's maybe like 15 feet tall, I think. Oh, it's like so a huge it's, thing. It's, uh, I can also, like, listen, I can also make it be like a small little whatever, but well, why would you do that? Like, I'm going to yeah, bring out the big guy. Obviously. Is that as you continue this conversation just for a moment the whispers that you heard on the deck of the ship as you entered the fog that terrible language you think you hear that coming from the pocket that Ember stowed the Ember hey this is a horrible idea no well look this is not metal Okay, I, alright, I won't do it. If you don't want me to, or if it's not in the right conditions, then I won't risk it. I really won't. 
So let's just have like a, uh, if y'all are cool with it, like we're in the thick of it, and it's like, hey, time to bring out the beast, then just shout, um... Colossal! No. Blood marble. Blood marble! Blood marble. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Um, or if you want to, and that's how you say blood marble in abyssal, because I can speak it. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like a wave crashing. But, uh, I feel like um, I trust you to use your judgment uh, when it is necessary to use So it. standing blood marble from the prof, I mm-hmm. like it. Yes. I suppose if I can bring zombies into our midst. Standing blood marble from Ellery Amberwoods. Strong skepticism cool. from Juniper. That's totally fine. Uh, look, it's become pretty clear that, um, you know, tactically in battle, uh, I don't always really read the situation that great. So you just shout it, and that's when I'll do it, and it'll be awesome. I think you have really good instincts, Ember, and I. And um, very fond of you. I just am weighing some of the numbers here. Yep. And let's say we had a 15-foot yeah, imagine that. dead person in the last battle who was going against us. We all could have died. Yeah, that's true. I that would have like... made the difference. Oh, here's a cool thing I can do also. Okay. All right, this might change everybody's mind. Is if I break the uh, if I break the blood mm-hmm. and create a little square, then it can't hurt anybody inside the square. Oh, so we'll just stand in the square. Well, like we'll probably stand in the square. Like you'll probably be. Yeah, you'll be like two hundred feet that way. Mm-hmm. I might be invisible. Y'all are small, so you can share the square. Sure. Yeah, we'll just share the square. Okay. okay. Yeah, this makes total sense. Well, sure okay, don't bring All right, cool. Up, Listen, I just wanted to be upfront about that. I'm very fond of all of you, and I didn't want to do anything crazy. Um, Does anyone have something that might hold gas? Are you oh, do you want, like, some fiber? I have uh, <laughs> an empty beer jug. Mm-hmm. That could work. Tums, potentially. Uh, could I borrow it for a little bit? Of course. Okay. Yes. I may not need it, but I might need it. A glass carboy. Okay. Is in your possession. Um, Juniper, you were uh, mentioning how the fragments uh, have like a, a magnetism to us, almost. Um, and I just uh, had a thought: do we do we know if there is a way? I remember when we put the fragments together; they did not want to be. Is there is there any way that um, in the books or such um, have we? Is it possible for one fragment to find another before we go into the wilderness? Is there, is there a way that they can help us identify a lost one at all? So, to fact check just really fast, mm-hmm. because I think I might be remembering this wrong, the fragments do not repel each other. It is the eye that repels the fragments. <clears throat> yes and no. You remember when you pulled out the both fragments uh, when... You put them in, in the body of Yoden's hand as you were trying everything that you could to bring mm-hmm. him back. You remember they were so close that the they emanate this like foggy light that kind of like swirls around them. Mm-hmm. And as those got close to each other, they kind of turned away. Mm-hmm. But like physically, they didn't like fly apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, the eye certainly made like has like a magnetic mm-hmm. repel kind of function mm-hmm. towards the. Well, and I was thinking too the the I keep thinking of the the power gauntlet with all of the gems in it uh, that was in the lore that 
putting fragments together in my great armor crafters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so much like a piece of armor that you remember, like the threads of creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, That's how you, you had a vision on on Merrick's Landing. Uh, I can't remember who else. Those that were touching the, the vines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of this like apparatus, almost like a like a podium or like this like control console of all of these fragments like woven and formed together. Um, Pull from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I think I saw that vision. Yeah, you may have. And they, whoever had it, shared it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the decision is made to uh, press on. Uh, the speed is of haste. Um, we have. Uh, let's. Uh, this fits. Uh, take from us before and. Uh, yeah. What time of day is it? Um, I mean, still midday, as you guys are having this conversation. But we can fast forward a bit if there's things that you'd like to do. I'm assuming whatever plan you can come up with, you share with either Amara or Great Great yeah. Man, and it's run up the ladder. And then we probably would all want to take a rest. Yeah, well, after yeah, we yeah. communicate the plan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you may all, there's been plenty of time that's passed. You may all mark a short rest if you want to roll, hit die, and that kind of thing. Um, the, the goal is to press into the Asher Spires, the region where Grey Wind believes there may yes. be a temple, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. No diversion towards Talonholt. No, uh, at least at the moment, that's, yeah. the, that's right. the plan. The and there's, you know that it's going to be a multi-day journey. It's going to take time. So, and what was the danger risk? The the spires themselves are the danger risk when flying in. Was that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's uppers. So like the winds up high can yeah. be treacherous, and down low, you're literally yeah weaving threading. between all kinds of dangerous yeah. things with a here. That's right. Delicate dirigible. <clears throat> Here's the only reason that we might want to go to Talon Hall is that we could spend a half a day or a day in a library. Scouring for some old, it's probably, it may have been removed, but scouring for some old mention of something from within the spires from that might be a clue or a hint. It's just one thought. This conversation, just to be clear, is just the four of you. Yeah, yeah, we, okay. yeah, we were, yeah. because we were talking about fragments and stuff. Um, I'm afraid to spend uh, the time uh, off the paths. Great. Is there. You always have um, magical solutions. Is there a way we could um, communicate uh, to someone to look for us or someone that's maybe knowledgeable so that we would not have to stop? That's okay. Not if I don't know somebody there. Um, You know so many people in libraries. Yeah. I mean, if if we. If. If we were to potentially stop for maybe uh, you know an, an hour or so, so you could uh, make a contact and then uh, you know have uh, we could pay them for a task and then let's, and then get to let's the do this. This is going to be a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Let me I let me uh, send a message to my dad tonight and see if he can send somebody to look and see if they can find a clue. The libraries in Phelan are the largest in the entire world. Maybe you could do the same. 
with your magic mailbox. mailbox. And we'll see if we can come up with a clue without having to take the detour, because I I, I agree, we're already behind. Yes. I'm not advocating for it, I'm just suggesting yes, it's it was, an option. It's a good idea, we would like to be on with all the information. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, I feel good about that. So, the course is set towards the Asher Spires. Yeah. Yes. With the option to change course if you decide you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, good news is Talon Holt and the Asher Spires are basically in the same direction. So you're Great. going to be moving Great. in the general direction for these first few days as you kind of figure out what okay. your plan is. So it's uh, not that far out of the way. It's not. In fact, <gasps> Why? Uh, Ooh, you have a map on there um, oh, that yay. is that same map. But I'll pass it over in one second. Here <laughs> we have the uh, yes. the map that, that Captain Amara shares with you yeah, of, with the specific grids on there for yeah. who knows what reason. By <laughs> the like the green areas of that map are easily navigable countryside. Well done. I love all this. Uh, uh, yellow gets a little bit more difficult, and red it really stresses a crew. Um, so, you would see that if they were taking just a you know a trade run down to Talonholt, yeah, it's a pretty circuitous route, mm-hmm. right? You're going to go up and around Hags Haunt and then back down towards the uh, as one does Deadwater River and down and around, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, there's always a faster way, but do you want to take the risk? Yeah. Right. So you have to here's one. the thing. I know where Fitz is in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I know what he intends to do. I know what he's what he's following, the information he's following. And I have rolled to see how fast mm-hmm. he gets there. Okay. Again, getting to the region does not necessarily mean getting to the temple that you're seeking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, it's going to be up to you guys to decide what route you want to take um, and how hard you want to push. Okay. Uh, green squares, green hexes. Okay. Green hexes. Uh, they have a DC on a D twenty of five to enter. Okay. okay. The first square that you enter on a day is negative five. Free green space. Does that make sense? DC five. The first square you enter is a negative five to the DC. Okay. The second square you enter is just a zero. Okay. The third square you enter is a plus five. So you're going to have to navigate your way down to the Asher Spires by way of whatever you choose. Sure. choose. The other thing about the yellow and the reds is there's a higher level that you might encounter something that you didn't intend to okay. encounter. Okay. So we run some numbers by you, and you don't have to remember this, but just so you get a sense. That's right. Okay? I'll re-listen to it. <laughs> In order to enter a green square, you have to roll a five. Okay. In order to enter a yellow square, you have to roll a 10 or above. A red square, 15 or above. Okay. Okay. The first square you enter every day is a negative 5 to that yep. DC. Okay. I'm with you. I'm Second is 0. If you okay. want to push a third hex, you can. It's going to be plus 5 to D- DC and plus 5 to all the rolls you make the next day. Because uh, Ahmed yeah. is only so capable of yeah. operating this on no sleep. Okay? So... We've got a little travel puzzle to figure out yeah. on your way down there. Yeah. Green is five. Mm-hmm. Yellow is 
10, mm -hmm. red is greater than 10. That's right. Okay. Green, 5% chance of having some un uh, yes. unfortunate encounter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yellow, 40% chance. Red, 75% chance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the, so maybe not. the currency we're using okay. here, right, is the, is the strength of the crew. Yeah. Right? That's is there right. anything we can do to help influence the crew to move the needle at all to give any type of advantage, or is it flat no matter what? There is always something you That's can do. That's what I like to hear, Graham. All right. Um, similar to a skill challenge, doing the same thing every day, I'm going to take points away for creativity, sure. right? So if you can come up with like, hey, today we really need this, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and make a compelling argument, I'll knock some points off the DC. Okay. Okay. Um, but I thought this might be a fun little system to yeah. get us somewhere quickly and also honor the passage love of time. I love, I love everything about it. Okay. As soon as I saw the colors, I already liked it. Yeah. Cool. So the S is where you're starting. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of the day. You guys can move up to three spaces a day, knowing the penalty mm -hmm. for moving that third space. Um, tell me what you want to do. Um... Tupelo was hoping to, uh, specifically as we're getting closer, Here's knowing the, that uh, you know the uh, the excitement and nervousness that comes from getting closer to where we're, we're going. Uh, I would like to do uh, cook a okay. a special dinner if I can, and uh, I have done it before where I have used my good berries to mix them in. Yeah, I don't really do much, but it just kind of felt like that was a healing. Uh, uh, mood swinging type of thing. Yeah. So to uh, give courage and strength and good heartedness on a night uh, before to help uh, start uh, the next day with strength and vigor. So you want to cook tonight for the second day of travel, or you want to cook this morning for today? Uh, this m last night for today, or so this morning? You, yeah, for today, you boarded the saying. ship this morning. So okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, then yes, <clears throat> I will cook it uh, ahead of our. Getting into the approaching the, the land. I love it. Okay. Um, I know we've done cooking checks together before. Uh, here's what we'll do: ten and above is going to knock one point off the DC for the for the whole day. Cool. Okay? Fifteen is going to knock two. Uh, twenty and above will knock three. If you get twenty-five or more, then we'll knock four off the okay. DC for the entire day. If I poison the crew and roll a five, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, okay. we're not gonna. I'm not gonna penalize oh, you thanks. for this. this okay, trick. Good. Unless maybe a natural one. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I can't roll um, those. I have Tupelo. You're proficient in cooking tools. You, I'll let you. It was a. It's like a D4. It wasn't much, right? Or did we do a D6? I can't remember. I think it was something low. Yeah. Is it on your character sheet, or is that something that we that we? Oh, you know, formulated together. If I had my paper Take one, time. I'd, know right, I'd know right where to look, yeah. While he figures that out, you guys tell me, what's the first square that you're going to move to? Okay. Um, on average, okay, so tell me again, like, the third square, what, how much gets added to the, the third hex, how much gets added to Plus the DC? Plus five to the DC. Green is yes, okay. a base of five. Okay. So if we go one, two, three, uh -huh. it's free five and then a ten so like that's our first day like one two three the, doesn't entering that, in that third hex add stuff to the next day too sure does yeah that's one part of the calculation is that it's going to add plus five to your dc for the next day then just one two is that what you're 
I was just wondering yeah. if, especially if, if we do potentially take a harder route. Yeah, like, like if we position ourselves here yeah. so that it's we get a negative shorter. five off that the yeah. first day. So what does that end up looking like? Like one, two. And then one, two. And then one. Or Wait. Enter, enter. If we go. Like, That's a yellow right there. Yeah. That's why I was. But We could do what you originally said and do like one, two, three, rest, and then one, two, and then wait. It seems, it does seem like this is our, like, this is where we cut across. Yeah. Position ourselves to make that red easy, Mm -hmm. and that gets us, that gets us through, like, gets us here Mm -hmm. quickly Mm -hmm. and safely. Yeah. Starts responsible with a little bit of risk. Without pushing it With a little bit of risk. Yeah. So the first, so, everybody cool with that? Okay, so first square is just going to be this green right next to us. Cool. All right. Free. Free. You get there. Next. One second. Sure, sorry. <clears throat> um, a long early afternoon, you guys find yourself gathered near the gunwale on the main deck. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, oh, wow. You had a 5% chance. I just rolled a 7. Uh, so you're, we're, you're in we're good, great. You're good um, shit. Um, 5% chance of an encounter of some sort. Roll a seven, so you're good. Um, but just by two. <laughs> so uh, you gather near the gunwale on the main deck, trying to stay out of the way of the constant commotion that seems to keep the, this ship adrift in the air currents high above the surface. You gaze out upon the vast uh, stretches of desolation marred by sc- scars and gashes in the earth, as if a god beast tore into a once verdant plain and desecrated it, cursing the land to rot and suffer for all eternity. Every now and then, you get the sense that you're being watched by some evil on the surface, hundreds of feet below, and more than once you swear you see some foul creature moving in a sickly, unnatural way before it disappears into a fissure in the cracked barren earth. Necessity is the mother of all invention, or so they say... You turn to see two of the crew that have silently stocked up next to you. At first glance, you think that you're seeing double. The twin tabaxis have a striking resemblance to cats, though they stand upright and wear leather armor and boots. On closer inspection, you start to notice some differences in their markings and colorations, though the resemblance is still uncanny. There is no they, Soren. You just made that up. I'm just trying to make conversation, Lyra. <laughs> it's obvious these foreigners have never seen the wilds before. Uh-huh. Don't assume, brother. Mm, wow. My apologies. We may look alike, but only one of us has manners. <laughs> I'm Lyra, and this is Soren. We're the Swift Claws, Skyrunners on the Asher's Grace. First time on a skyship? Yes, very. Mm. Yeah. Yes, uh, decidedly so. Oh, well, welcome. Glad to have you aboard. I take it you haven't seen the wastes before, then? Is that what this is? This is, um, terrifying. It, it would be if we were on the surface, but luckily we just get to glide up here, high above it. Right have you ever been on the surface before? Oh no, I would not dare go down there. No, I'm, some are braver than I. What would happen if we were on the 
the surface. Yeah, there's all sorts of terrible creatures down there. Poisonous gases, cracks and crevices you can fall wow. into. They say that you continue to fall forever. Maybe um, fall into a pit of uh, magma and be incinerated. Wow. What's the most dangerous place you've ever been? Oh, uh, well... I've floated above plenty of dangerous places. Some would say that being on a skyship is dangerous, though. It's quite natural for me. I've forgotten about the risks. Oh. What does your job as a skyrunner oh, yes, entail? Yes. Uh, well, uh, Soren and I, we um, provide things when needed. We're quite agile and nimble, so we can get to places very quickly. Oh, are you one of the ones I saw crawling around up there? Oh, with probably, the sandbags yes. and stuff? Wow, that's pretty... That's pretty bold. Well, it's, you know, it's... It's a living. <laughs> hey, listen, um, what's, like... I, I want to see if there's something I can do to help out the good buddy, uh, Achmad, over there. What's, like, does he have any hobbies, or does he have any interests? Yeah, not that I know of. He's always closing his eyes and doing yeah. this scowl totally, look on totally. his face. It's quite unpleasant. Hard enough to crack, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's thought. Um, Ellery's going to take one of the uh, toys that she has for mistletoe out of her bag like really slyly and just like <laughs> wow see if, there's, see if there's any interest that's racist <laughs> <laughs> so roll in your 20s tell me what you get 12 uh, they seem to pay no mind to it <laughs> and they're insulted <laughs> just, <laughs> no mind no mind uh, I did uh, I feel like last time we did, I have a plus seven in nature. I feel like we cut it in half and did like a plus three. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I did a d4 on top of it, and Perfect. I got an 11. Oh, okay. So a plus one, yeah. I think you said. Uh, my, minus one to the DC yes, all day. Yes, minus one to the yeah. DC. Yeah. Um, so the next one will just be a four. Cool. You have to clear. Um, I think you're very impressive. I can sometimes become creatures, scaly, furry, feathered, and... I'm always naked when I do it. I just think it's really neat that you get to oh. wear clothes. Am I? <laughs> it's quite a strange thing to say to someone. <laughs> Is it that sort of party? <laughs> Maybe a couple hours. Uh, Soren comes over and he, he kind of looks off towards the this, this vast expanse of just barren, cracked earth. Um, I remember the first time I saw it as well. Piqued my curiosity. You know, legend holds that this wasteland used to be a fertile paradise called Vesanus, the great capital city of Terath that stood at its heart. But then the people there did something that drew the ire of the gods and their wrath poured out like boiling water on an anthill, reducing the city and all its lands into this inhospitable, derelict waste, dividing the lands of Terath by a mutant-infested scar that keeps its people apart. But the ingenuity of Tarathians was underestimated, and after generations of dangerous exploration, Beldor Forenel, a lizard folk from Talonholt, captured some of the poisonous gas that is emitted from the deep chasms found within the wastes in a balloon, and floated away into the sky, never to be seen again. A few more generations came and went, and experiments in capturing the lighter-than-air gas 
and putting it to use in dirigibles, advanced the understanding of flight as a possible means of bypassing the wastes. Soon a whole new school of magic was founded, and the first air speakers emerged. Flight was made possible for our independent nations to unite again. And Esther Jernan would have had no hope of uniting the six, if not for these skyships and the construction of the skyports throughout Tariff. But now all that is in jeopardy, it seems. Have we ever heard anyone say the word German before? Yeah. Those are the, yeah. the folks. Um, what was the capital city's name again? The lush capital city before it was a wasteland? Vasanas, of course. They call them the Vasanas Wastes now. Ember, your passive investigation is quite high. You remember reading about Vasanas. It was um, in Olisandarl's account, it was uh, a. Um, it was the capital of Eltorian Tarath. So when. Tarath was was considered a yes. uh, part of the Eltorian Empire. It was kind of the capital of that landmass. Um, yeah, you you mentioned that you know it used to be something happened. Um, is does it have anything? I mean, have anything to do with people kind of getting too big for themselves and trying to mess with magic that they shouldn't? You heard anything like that? Oh, don't pay attention to Soren. He's got his head in the clouds most days. It's just stories. I'm sure that this has always been a derelict wasteland. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. May- maybe. Maybe. Is um, is is a gas? Um, is it to use? Is it um, flammable? Does it uh, catch fire? Yes, it can. Yes. It's quite dangerous. It's one of the risks that we take in adventuring on such vessels. You don't want to get fire near that big balloon up there. Yes, that, uh, that seems very dangerous. <laughs> so, Unless there's any other questions for Soren and Lyra, they continue in their duties and you make your way through the Visanus Wilds. Where would you like to proceed next? I would like to, at some point in this day, go talk to the the captain. I don't want to interrupt Doc Med while he's concentrating. Yeah. But so I would like to approach the captain and, and say, you know, nowhere near as, as adept as, as Ahmed, but if there's you know, if it's at all helpful for me to just try to hold something for an hour just to let him get a break during the middle of the day. I'm more than happy to to try it. I can do a few things with wind, but nothing like nothing like that. But if there's anything I can do to help, I'm here. No, I appreciate that. Uh, probably wise to speak with Ahmed about that. Uh, okay. It's more his department. But, uh, it's, okay, it's okay to to approach him. I didn't want to oh, yeah, throw don't, him off. Don't be frightened by him, but... Um, you know, when he's working, he can be a bit... Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I feel that way as well, so I'm going to approach Ahmed and in, <laughs> and in Primordial. Yeah. I would I would like to say, um, friend, do you speak the prime tongue? <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay, great. Oh, cool. <clears throat> 
Ooh, it's a 19... Uh, plus three. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I took a feat with my ten hero points. Nice. Uh, Twenty-two. Nice persuasion. Um. Uh, he he responds almost immediately. Uh, eyes still closed, concentrating. Of course I do. Use. Hey, uh, still primordial. Um, I have a great deal of respect for your skill and concentration. Well, um, you're sort of breaking it right now. Do you need something? Very quickly, I just want to say, if you ever need a break, I am capable of pretty good concentration. Just if you want, like, you know, 30-minute coffee break, Red Bull, whatever, in the middle of the day, I'm your guy. With the 22, I do have a bit of a sweet tooth, if I'm being honest. Oh, that's great. I know a guy. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna leave you honey. alone. I'm gonna leave you alone. You just, you just say the word. All right. Well, perhaps we'll put your skills to the test a little later. Great. All right. I'm gonna quickly go to mm-hmm. Tupelo and mm-hmm. say, cook the sweetest thing you can think of. So the triacle. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Awesome. I'll give you a plus five to the roll that you made earlier. So okay. now you have a negative two to DCs for Perfect. the rest of the day. Love it. All right. Making sweet okay. stuff. So our DC is now set at three for the second green square okay. if you're if you're going there. Yes. And we will uh, head down and we're sort of just tracing the Hope Water River. Okay. Heading to the... Still on a, on a green. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, somebody roll a d20. Not me. Hit a, hit a uh, three or better. One or a two is... Yeah. Hey, it works. 74 so on the low. D100. You guys are good. We should be um, Yeah, day continues. You're getting into uh, late afternoon, and uh, you can tell that um, Ahmed is... Uh, his his uh, concentration is waning, but he is satiated by the sweets. Yeah. What, uh, what kind of sweets did you make for him? I was going to do uh, almost like a... a a bread pudding, but instead of uh, like a butterscotch, it'd be like a triacle, like super sweet and syrupy. Yeah, yeah. You see, like he's got he's Spongy. he's standing in the middle of the deck. Okay, yeah. um, he's got this little podium next to him where uh, he's got some like notes laid out. Um, he's got a few like uh, material components that every now and then he'll pick up as a part of his casting, and there, kind of square in the middle, is this like basin of triple yeah. tart. Yeah. Um, and every now and then he's like concentrating and he'll like, he'll like, as a part of his movement, he'll like rub his pinky yeah. through it and just like keep going. Hook and taste, hook and taste. Perfect. Um, well done. You've, you've nice. made it thus nice. far on your first day. Dare you press on for a third? That was the plan. Tupelo would push, to push on. Yeah. yeah. Gonna push Mention, yeah, the need to okay. just... The grievance with fits. Yeah. So we continue on into a green. Okay. That um, DC would be five. We're adding five to it for the third. Okay, and subtracting mm-hmm. what two. Was it? Two. So we're at a DC eight on that D twenty. No, let's roll again. You got this. Oh. You got to be better than an eight. You just rolled. That's true. You're ready for this. Uh huh. Eleven. Yes. That's Eleven how we do. is enough. It is better. <laughs> You pass over a huge riverbed that flows north away from the formidable snow-capped Beacon Peaks to the south and towards Freeport, now out of sight to the north. 
The water that flows there currently occupies only a small percentage of the wide river basin. You pass over something like this around sunset. Um, as the day uh, transitions into All these night, pictures are just so awesome. That's uh, <laughs> so much depth to the story. Yeah, I love it. Sorry, podcast. You can't see it. <laughs> um, as the, the day transitions into night, the, the crew uh, gets to work. Um, y- you notice that they have this, like, it's sort of like an anchor-like uh, apparatus that they drop hundreds of feet to the ground, and they have uh, three of them, two on the front and one on the rear, and they they drop these down, and you see the Swift Claw twins uh, descend down, and they're like basically tying off the, the ship so that it's, it doesn't yeah. drift uh, cool. throughout the night. Um, but being in safe territory, they're, they, uh, they think nothing of it, and they're like down and back in a flash, and you feel kind of the, the perpetual motion that you've been feeling all day. You know that sense that you get when you get off a ship, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, now I'm moving. That's kind of the, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the sense that you get. Um, if there's anything that you wanted to do and going forward any day other than, uh, you know, focusing on kind of getting where you're going, please let me know if there's any, you know, spells you want to cast or uh, items you want to use, um, you know, alchemy that you want to, you want to do. Um, otherwise we'll just continue on into the next day. Have I seen anyone use a spyglass? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, well, the captain, uh, Amara actually has one and every now and then like she makes her rounds. she doesn't stand at the helm because there's not a helm yeah. so to speak um, but she does stand kind of where the helm would be on a ship for most of the time but then she'll make her rounds and she's just kind of looking out uh, you know throughout the day okay. spotting hazards or clouds or flocks of birds or whatever she can see okay. if I see her stop and look for her spyglass I'm going to go stand next to her and pull mine out and do the same thing <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no big deal. Nice. Do you say anything to her? Uh, well, you have the position of... Uh, is it Wind Watcher? Is that, is that what I heard? Uh, that is my title, yes. Uh, would like to try watching the wind as well? Well, uh, takes takes quite a bit of work on a ship to get to where I'm at, mm-hmm. but uh, if you start now, you may... May get there. Yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, what do you know of the wind talker? Oh, the air speaker. The wind talker. Oh yeah, the wind talker. The wind talker. And I use Grandma Mansi too. <laughs> <laughs> Does she laugh? She laughs. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah. She. You found her level of humor. Perfect. She. She. Uh, definitely indulges in some. Uh, you know. Third grade humor. It's about, uh, it's about the level Tupelo does, is that third grade <laughs> pun humor, so good. Uh, endearing yourself to the, to the Wind Watcher on the ship. Mm-hmm. When uh, Lyra and Soren uh-huh. climb up, I'm just going to be looking over, looking down, um, and as they come up, I'm going to be like, hey, double sailor twisty tight tight. <laughs> pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Um,. You see a you see a an expression of one who's very impressed yeah. with the deep knowledge of knots. <laughs> yeah. Deep knowledge to know the double sailor twisty tight tie. Yeah. yeah, that's and a, a lot of respect for the nine month callback. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
Cool. May it always bubble up. Yes. <laughs> Truly impressed with your agility. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for your hard work on the ship. It's what do we do? It's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, they continue on with their their work. And unless there's anything else, we'll transition into okay. the next day. All right. All right. Where are you heading, crew? The next day, we're going to this green mm-hmm. that we decided. Yeah. Um, into a green. Um, mm, okay. I like that you position that as a yes. natural twenty. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. of course. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> All right, because we pushed the third day. Um, you know what? I'm going to say with the cooking. Yeah. Uh, that negative two is going to carry over to today. Um, because because you yeah. sought out. Okay. What he really wanted, which is he did have a sweet tooth. All right. Um, but. We are starting without your, uh, basically plus five, so it's plus three yeah. to the DCs today. Okay. Um, so it's going to be DC three just for your first green that you're moving into. Okay. Jennifer, you better roll. Okay. That way it takes bad, we can blame you. Three or more gets it. Twelve. Twelve. That was a nice, nice, nice job. All right. Um, do me a favor and record... Uh, like one. Do like uh yeah, day one day where one. you ended up and then we'll do like two oh, for just where we ended up. Where you ended up. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll proceed that okay. way. Great. And you can keep moving your your dice. So uh yeah. Uh you cross over the you leave the hope water behind. Mm-hmm. Um traveling further you guys are going f- basically do this was like east, a, or a west step up east. to the northwest northwest. Northwest. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, and you kind of trace your way along the the bay there. It's uh, beautiful to look at this morning. Um, crew seems to be in good spirits. Everything's moving swimmingly. Anything that you guys want to do before we roll for the seconds, or if you assuming you're going for? A second? I um, we mentioned it, and I would have last night used my final fourth level spell slot to cast Sending to Basidian. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, Hey, Dad, looking for relics in Asher Spires. Is Asher Spires one word on the uh, Asher Spires? In the dark, can you send researcher to investigate? Any hint will help. Please be safe, Dad. Love. Okay. Well done. Good economy. Good words. Um, the response you get back, you hear the rhythmic... Um, you hear the... The, the syncopation of his voice tells you he's marching. Yeah. Um, he says, um, Of course, Ember. I will send word to the library and let you know if I hear anything. Be safe, son. I love you. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
Um, Ari and Ember were going to collectively cast a detect magic. Did anything ping on the ship yeah, from right. that? Um, yes, in fact, you you get a lot of you, you trace this connection from the air speaker to the uh, to the balloon, for lack of a better word, um, to the dirigible above you, um, and like this constant flow in and out of uh, like. It's unlike magic that you would sense in when mm. Ember casts a spell and you're running that, you know, you're running detect magic. It's this like constant small stream going back and forth rather than like one big uh, thing that happens. Um, other than that, you get like a few little pings here and there of, um, you know, common magic items. The the chef has. Uh, he has a, a magic particular screen. whisk. Oh, sweet! That, uh, you know that is like automatic. You know, yeah. he just like puts it in the pudding, and then it just like <laughs> it a just real, it's like a nice balloon whisk. That yeah. <laughs> um, you get like a ping from a, the compass that's uh, that's on a leather strap around the Amara's neck. Um, you know, just little minor magical it. objects around the ship, but nothing, nothing as powerful as the kind of the constant cool. feedback that's happening. Um, when we're walking around, mm-hmm. uh, can I use a... <clears throat> this wouldn't be continuous, I don't think. Um, when we were walking around, like, did we notice any rooms of particular interest? Or... It's... So there's the captain quarters on the back, yeah, and then it's pretty much an empty, like, cavernous. There's the galley that's sort like half walled off, um, in, towards the the front of the ship on the lower deck, and then it's pretty much just kind of empty. Like, there's uh, hammocks hanging next to like cargo nets that are holding cargo mm-hmm. in place. Um, there's not really like a whole lot of division in the in the ship structure itself. Okay, that sounds good. Cool. All right. Oops. So, uh, second day, we already rolled our first one, and you guys are good on encounters. Did you want to use your magic mailbox and, I mean, I guess your contact, well, your contact over there is being held, but if you don't want to, don't. Um... What what could I communicate that we could also risk being intercepted? You're right. I actually I don't I don't know. I don't know how your thing works. I mean um if you don't think that you know your order has somebody positioned there then we don't have to risk it. I'm not opposed to it. I just don't know enough about what's happening over there. Yeah. To... You know what? And you say that like somebody from your order is already currently being held because they were snooping around the libraries. If anybody's going to find it, it'll be one of the keepers that my dad knows. So you don't have to risk anybody else. Okay. Okay. As you're having this conversation in your hand, um, drifts just kind of subconsciously towards the pouch that you carry on your belt and you feel like, oh, there's something in there. You've got a mail. Bing! <laughs> you remember, uh, 
So is this on the first day? Are we doing a little time slip here? Sure, a little bit. Okay. Sure. Uh, you remember yesterday, sending in the hustle of like we got to get a plan, we got to figure this out. You remember sending um, Mo mm-hmm. uh, a short missive, mm-hmm. and uh, she seems to have sent a response. Message from the king. Mm. Okay. Mm, I'll read this aloud. <clears throat> Right. So Can you do a voice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she um, Peacekeeper Lightfall, word has been sent. An apprentice Zircon and Delicate Fan are searching freedom now. Thank you for your support in finding Peacekeeper Theadria. My hope is that we can track her down before any further harm can come to her. You asked me if I knew... Since, sorry, since it's been like six months since you sent that letter in uh, our time, you... Collectively narrowed down what library, mm-hmm. yes, Thyadria is being held in. Right, and with Ember's knowledge, out. yeah. And there's a, there's two members of your order that are in Phelan that were working on searching, and you've now sent word specifically where they need to search. Okay. Cool. You asked me if I knew who you were when you came to us at the monastery. The answer I have to give is more complex than a simple yes or no could convey. I sensed things about you from the moment you arrived on our doorstep. It was as if a dam had burst and a flood followed in your wake down the river of Noy. It seemed that you were fated for great things, that you would bring change to the banks of the river for ill or for good. And now you must know why I took you under my wing, why I trained you personally, why I assigned you to the lowliest of jobs, and why I expected more from you than any other initiate. I wanted to keep my eye on you, yes. But I also felt a responsibility to help you harness that great flood for good. You carried so much pain when you arrived and lacked compassion for yourself. That is a dangerous combination, Juniper. For how can you show compassion for the world if you cannot first accept yourself as you are? Compassion flows from within. You cannot find it outside of yourself. We always measure others by the standards we hold ourselves to. Months ago, I knew the time had come to let you leave the monastery. I had taught you everything I could. You would not learn to love yourself in quiet contemplation in the mountains of Heoa. That work would have to be done elsewhere, for Noi had other intentions for you. I can't explain it any more than I can explain the way the the wind moves through the air or the mountains stand steadfast against the immeasurable weight of the snow that threatens to crush them, or the way a tree seems to know itself better than a person can. But I know this. You are meant to merge what was and what will be to discover something hidden and bring it to light, to forge anew what was once torn asunder. I knew this was your path the day I met you. To what end, I can't be certain, but this is the work that the river has for you. When I heard that you had banded together with this new group, the Weavers, I knew that you had found your path. They must be entwined in the work you are destined for as well. Now more than ever, you need to find compassion. You cannot wall yourself off from your feelings. No one can truly bring harmony into the world if they cannot find it within themselves first. Remember the way of Noi is a river that flows ever and always downstream. We cannot go back to the banks we have left behind, but we can align our heart and soul and mind so that we are ready when a new branch comes. I know that your path is entangled with the deep past of our world, and that entanglement reaches far beyond the present as well. You are cherished, Juniper Lightwall, and not just by me. Welcome the love that your friends extend to you, 
break down your walls, Juniper, and let the light in. Before it's too late, the fate of the Donlands may depend on it. Do the work. Mo. Prefect of the Order. Did you read this out loud? Yes. So I would read it out loud. <laughs> Are you guys like all... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've got mail. Here, yeah. We're it's gathered around. It's mail time. And then after reading it, being in the sky, being surrounded by you guys, Mo would like, or Juniper would like bring you guys in for a group hug. Oh! Like just like bury, like oh. just like wrap you all up yeah. and tower over you. Yes. Um, awkwardly uh, for a minute and then walk away. <laughs> I think that Ember has not been hugged by a woman of full height for years since his mom left and it means a lot to him especially coming from you juniper i think like yeah. we had a breakthrough thanks for sharing that out loud and thanks for the hug I she's really, already walking away she can't i really need it. i really need it <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> hey real quick though it called are you all called peacekeepers um, You're a delegate. Yeah, no, there are different like stations of the order. You're a delegate, mm-hmm. but she also called you. So, are you peacekeeper though? Like, is the Adria? And to correct me if I'm wrong, I was a peacekeeper before I was a delegate. So there's um, initiate, uh, delegate, peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, and then some up, some above. Two, got two it. Above. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. If I had, if I were a betting, if I were a betting young man, then I would be thinking that you're me a peacekeeper. This is over with. Oh, thanks. That means a lot. That's um, a really big compliment. Big deal too. Titles. <laughs> um, <laughs> Title okay. horror. So, all right. So we want to fast forwarding to. Uh, Day two, you've made progress towards one square. Mm -hmm. The DC to make a second... Are you going for a second green? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. Uh, DC for that would be eight. That's me. Sixteen. Rushing it. Should I save that for the third if you're going for it? Sorry. Um, okay, you uh, you continue on. Um, can I see? Sorry, I, yeah, yeah shit yeah. is blocking me. Maybe let's move him off for a second. Oh, I should. Yeah, this is where it's going to get yeah. during. So, do we want to pause here so that we have a negative five yeah. going into that Probably, red? Because yeah. we want to cut, right? That's the yeah. plan. Is we're cutting through here. Yes. I love yeah. it. Either cutting through to here, or I mean, one, two, three, or. One, two, three, or one, two, three. It's the exact same mm-hmm. red, yellow, green, whether we want to end here, here, or here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you um, as you gather, you know, you're kind of charting your course, and Amara is telling you kind of where you're at, right, um, every day on her huge map in her, in her yeah. uh, captain's quarters. Yeah. Um, just kind of marking, you know, this is the, so far, you're on, you're in very familiar territory for, for Amara, and so she knows exactly where you are. Um, as you gather, uh, Grey Gwyn asks Amara if you guys, if she can have a moment with just you and, and the captain quarters and Amara doesn't seem offended. She's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she takes a step out. And when it's just the five of you, she, she points to where Talon Holt is on the map. And she says, uh, that this region right here 
is as close as as she can remember uh, you wanting to get okay. in order to. That's the one. Actually, I'm sorry. It's the yellow region in the middle, uh, just north of Talon. So right, 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 yeah. this one. That's the one. Um, she says, you know, that's a good start. That's point, where we're least, trying yeah. to get. Um, in terms of like a very broad yeah, area sure. that then you would need to. That's why we brought her. That's why she's here. So. Okay. Yeah. So straight down and then straight across. Okay. Second day comes and goes to the south. You see um, the Beacon Peaks, uh, these these towering uh, mountains, um, and you just you can kind of see them. Oh, actually, I didn't bring that one down. You can't see them. Never mind. Okay. Um, beautiful. Imagine this. Yeah, beautiful mountains, uh, snow-capped. Uh, you see, like, these fields of grain that mm. run out to the base of them, um, dotted with, like, little green bands of, of trees until, like, these massive snow peaks overtake uh, everything living. Um, formidable mountains, certainly, that you're looking towards and thinking, this... We're gonna we're gonna try and pass yeah. at some point. You're saying, but so they're massive, but they don't look um, cursed or whatever the way that the wilds were. They just Correct. look formidable. Yeah, just okay, these, cool. like this yeah. huge mountain range. Yeah. Wow. So, anything else that you guys are doing on day two? I didn't hear anything from my dad today. Uh, oh, actually. Um, you hear back and you're make sure I'm answering the correct question it was we're in the dark we don't know what we're doing we're just trying to find some ancient is there any mention any hint of okay um you do hear in your head um this evening uh I wish I had more information, Imber. But these lands are wild. Talonholt passes history orally. Only the herd roam these lands. The herd? The herd. We had, I think, her picked up before that there's like a tribe, a yeah. race of people who are native to the. Yeah. Um, without rolling, actually, Ellery, you remember Jarek's. You had a moment with him on a ship um, when he, when he gave you the orchid, mm-hmm. and he he spoke of the great herd that he was once from. Um, uh, I can't remember the context and it probably doesn't matter, but that rings a bell of like, oh yeah, this okay. is this may have been the herd that Jerix was okay. speaking of. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, before the end of the day, <laughs> Allery will bring Juniper to the front of the ship. Um, I learned something new. Do you want to see? Is it, um, do you have another zombie? No. 
He's doing well, though. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> um, Ellery's gonna, like, look at the sky before her and cast Skyrite and write out Ellery loves Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> Juniper <laughs> would get, like, like visibly misty-eyed. Um, and try to make eye contact with Ellery and like it would be she would like move, like <laughs> <laughs> you mean a lot to me Ellery oh but you, are you, you don't love me should I cross out and write like <laughs> it's already done it's written in the clouds <laughs> <laughs> you see a few crew like looking over like what what is happening? <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> is it an elvish or common? Uh, you speak elvish, right? What language is this? I don't know. Oh, I thought you did. Mm-mm. No, so just common. It's beautiful. Thank you. Well, it's just because with the hug, you know, I just thought maybe I'd express myself too. <laughs> I would like. Um, <laughs> Push some of the zombie spit into your hair. I don't know if I'd touch that. Copper runs across. It's marinating. Yeah, that's so shiny and (laughs) hydrating. I'll say that um, given the time that's passed, uh, you remember uh, formulating a a anti venom for uh, Olmug, and um, you didn't have the time at the you just had enough time to uh, craft something that would like stabilize him and keep him from dying. Mm-hmm. But over these couple of days, um, unless you don't want to, I'd say pretty easily you can, uh, you know, craft the amount that you need okay. to kind of bring him back to himself. Okay. Right. That's great. Um, yeah. I have been um, practicing with my bees to have them move objects and do things. Yeah. I was hoping to entertain uh, the crew with some bee antics by having the bees, like, fly little apples around and and things. Nothing that impressive, but uh, many little tasks. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, You do so. um, Spirits are raised. Okay. Roll me a d20. Okay. 19. Uh, spirits are raised so much that you'll get a ne- negative one to your DCs tomorrow. Yeah, good job, bees. Nice. Um, actually, we'll, we'll say negative two. That was a 19. Okay. Negative two to your DCs. Um, Since they all know we're about to go into the more dangerous territory. Yeah. Yeah. I'll also uh, ritually cast Unseen Servant oh. and just have them kind of help with just menial, yeah. doing some dishes, just like awesome. bringing a little bit. That's, that's a first level spell, right? What, what level spell is that? Yeah, it is It is a first level spell. Cool, we'll knock another one off so you're at negative three for tomorrow. Great, sweet. All right. Yeah, I like it. We got this. So let's put, let's push it. go to bed with this like beautiful vista to your south. Um, uh, beautiful to look at now. Uh, some anxiety starting to form uh, about passing through it tomorrow. Uh, you wake up the next day well rested and the crew has unanchored the ship and is starting to head in that direction yeah. all right we head south into the red okay this is a great system by the way yeah, cool. yeah. it really is really yeah. good awesome yes. i'm glad you're enjoying it okay so is there any like 
noticeable shift in the crew when we ask them to navigate in this direction? Like, yeah. are they, they're pissed at us? I wouldn't say they're pissed. Uh, Olmug has paid a considerable amount of money to this crew, and you know that, to take you wherever you want to go. They are self-proclaimed one of the only, you know, ships that's Mm going to take you wherever you want to go. Or VMPs. There is some anxiety amongst the crew of... Tomorrow's going to be a rough day, yeah, but this is what we signed up for. Motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, especially because like nobody has really shared the context of why you're doing what you're doing, or really even yeah. where you're yeah. trying to get. Um, and nobody's really asking. Like even the captain, even the uh, wind speaker herself is not like, or wind watcher, sorry, is not asking questions. It's just like, well, this is our job. You tell us where to go, we'll go there. Um, so there is a little bit of division between like mm. you as the thinkers and planners and them as the doers, uh, but it's not like people are ready to mutiny against yeah. you. Okay. Great. Um, first square of the day is negative five. You mm-hmm. also have a negative three because of the work you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Entering a red square is... A 15 DC, so yes. we're 15 minus 8 for 7 or more in order to... Best way to do a red is first thing in the day. Mm. I just feel yeah. like you haven't rolled a whole lot. <laughs> sure, I'll roll. I feel I'm still I'm still hungover from yeah. being the only person who failed our skill test. 10. Oh, wow. Wow. Skin of our halfling teeth. Yeah. Ahmed streams to will the Asher's Grace further and further up as you approach the massive peaks that dominate the landscape around you. You feel the temperature drop swiftly as you rise silently to higher altitudes. Soon you're rising above the tree line, where the white snow caps, uh, where white snow caps the huge mountains. Amara, Ahmed, and the crew work tirelessly, trying to navigate narrow passes between peaks, even as frost forms on the lines and the cold wind bites to the bone. Okay, there is a 70... In, you have entered the square. Yeah. You have successfully are, made it. Okay. In it. There is a 75% chance. Something great's going to happen. Wait, this is just... We just got to enter it. You guys enter it. Things Special. still out. Oh, yeah. It's a red square, man. <gasps> That's 80. That's 80 on the die. Nothing happens. What? Really? Great. Anything 75 and below, Poor something would happen. Oh, like, wow. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Just fuck me. <laughs> I'll roll low next time. No, that's, that's incredible. That is the first square that you've moved today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have found... You've, you're moving slow, navigating these passes. Ahmed is incredible at what he does yeah. and Amara and he seem to have this synergy where mm-hmm. like she's she's constantly calling orders to like you know uh, the Swiftclaw twins and some of the other uh, crew to like okay we need more weight on this side of the ship as he like you know uh, seemingly effortlessly you know threads the needle through these passes without bumping into anything or causing any uh, anything to yeah, to go afoul of your plan. Are we planning on entering in another? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to understand um, more. As we like move into a new space, I, you might have asked about this. Like, can I cast Warding Wind to help him? What level is Warding Wind? Uh, second. We'll give it a negative two to your DC. Okay. Yep. 
if you want to burn that spell slot. Do it. Nice work. Okay, so we've got negative three from... Uh, antics. Yep, the the antics and mm-hmm. the uh, the spell that you cast this mm-hmm. morning, which I can't remember. We've got a negative two on top of that. I would so. happily cast Warding Wind as well if you'll allow it, or not, since it's like not a creative new thing. Like, Since you're already contributing to this, we'll say that like your contribution, cool. we're, yes. that's a negative five. Great. Uh, entering a Second yellow turn. is a ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually the, the DC for this is only five. Hmm. There is okay. a... Yeah. You want me to roll a five? I'll roll a five. Beats it, beats it. There is a 40% chance that something happens if you get there. 16. Okay, nice. 66. Okay. Yeah, no, you guys are safe. Good. It was yeah, 40. 40. Yeah, cool, okay. 40% chance. Roll dice and just scoot okay. down through. Grandma's you guys are crushing. Okay, look, yeah. so here, here's our here's our option, y'all, is we push into this green. 100%. But that's that gives us a negative trying to go to the yellow first thing tomorrow. Like, do we stay put? That way, we just get a free green and then advance into the yellow. Am I like, no, no, it's tracking a good, that? Yeah, right? no, it's a good gamesmanship. Yeah. So moving to that green now would be a ten DC yeah. minus some of the antics that you guys have done, but plus five to everything tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I think we want to stay put, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead and write the day on there. Sure. What day, day did we th- just complete? That is day three. We're cruising, baby. One, we did a good job. Three. Okay. Wow. All right. <sighs> and I, okay. Are we gonna try to eat it, Fitz? Are we gonna try to like <laughs> hug, hug this and then sneak over here? I mean, um, we go here and just straight through that line, unless okay. we get word, which we, there's nothing. As we transition tonight on the third day. Is there anything that anybody wants to do? Any spells that they want to cast? Any um, communication they want to make? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to gather everybody together um, and say, do you guys want me to try to message to Sebastian? I mean, y'all saw it in your dream too, right? It's has been weighing on my heart a bit. We just want to know if it's okay and uh, what is mm-hmm. what is happening. We have not okay. had much time to think about it. Okay. So I'll I'll cast sending um, and just say, "Hey, Sebastian, old friend. Hope you made it to Phelan on your way to the old city. Enjoy your pal Ember." Moments pass, and um, you feel hope start to drain out of your body. And then you hear a familiar voice, but somehow changed. Things have been a 
bit more complex than we intended. I am glad to have made acquaintance with your old friend, Vincent. Vinnie Shields, I think you called him. Wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. And that's what you, you get. I will I'll send again. Um, I was afraid. I've heard bad news. If you're looking to hide out, ask for Atani in the old city. My dad is marching on the borderlands. Atani can help if he's there. goes by, it feels like you know, whatever's happening on the other end, there's deep consideration being made to the words that finally arrive to you. Um, Many of those I tended to are gone. Your tidings bring hope. Those of us left move the safety of the old city. Yeah, you guys, it sounds... He sounds pretty down, but at least he's alive. Yeah. But a lot of his people, I think, aren't. We gotta get these guys. Too close. And a new day breaks. Uh, it's extremely cold. It's a cold night of sleep as uh, you're at this high altitude. The Swiftclaw t- twins um, have anchored the ship precariously. Um, their deft, you know, uh, agility. N- which has made easy work of doing so in other <laughs> conditions, um, wow. much more measured and cautious. Uh, and there's a there's a sentiment on the ship of let's get out of yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Ember considers uh, casting a little campfire. Feels the wind. Looks up at the <laughs> yes, the bomb ahead of us. <laughs> intelligently thinks better of it. Yeah, yeah. Makes me think of. The glass onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Timberg. <laughs> and Timberg. Exactly. Um, okay. 
day four is upon us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freebie. Freebie. Yeah. All right. Cutting across, so we're now we're moving into a yellow. Understood. Okay. Okay. Um, that DC is ten. Uh, just a flat ten, unless anybody's wanting to do anything that hasn't been attempted before. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'll cast gust of wind to propel us forward. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. What What level is that spell? Uh, second. Minus two, so we're down to eight. By the way, your green was a 17, so you're safe moving into that green square. Perfect. Is there, uh, upon hearing uh, about Silas um, thinking about the fair and Mm -hmm. uh, the magic and the festival and the food and the games... Mm-hmm. Um, could we collectively tell a story to the twins specifically who seem sheltered on the ship of the things we have seen uh, and our friend Silas and the magical fair and the wonder that it is yeah the wild wonders of yeah. the west Yeah. Um, the twins tell you they've never been to the western continent they've spent their whole mm-hmm. life in Tirith and uh, you have them for a moment that evening after she after they've made their way back to the ship after this precarious anchoring um, you have them in rapt attention so anybody that wants to can if you're doing it collectively one person can make a uh, performance check at advantage we'll call it performance unless you have a skill that sounds better anyone? no one's going to perform it here it's alright you got a plus one yeah. to perform it. You, you take it too. You get it. I have a plus three. Nice. Yeah. Great. And I will describe the boas and how they glow and the food that we have. You still have some of those. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have pull the, them out and in the moonlight yeah. they still they still. I have my glow. ticket um, that I can show on how to get a punch and all the things. So yeah, great Got advantage. Ten. Uh, 13 plus 15 uh, 13 plus 3 plus 3 so you beat it uh, 15 mm-hmm. so we'll do negative 2 for that um, as you describe all the wonders that you saw um, I imagine you even get into some of the personal yeah. notes of who uh, these people are we uplift ourselves a little bit yeah. on the, the good times mm-hmm. from Silas as well and yeah um, so with your warning or your gust of wind and the performance, uh, the Swift Claw twins seem to be uh, invigorated as you move uh, towards the Asher Spires. Um, so we're looking at a 60C on a D20 to move into that yellow square. Whose turn is it? Cast our fate. You guys have rolled so well. Yeah. Someone's gonna break the streak. <laughs> 13. Wow. Way to go. Okay. Did you have a 40% chance of encountering something? Oh, no. Oh. Okay. Hey, we, we did it. it. We got something. Encounter. I'm kind of excited. Bring it. Uh, you, you hit our die so it doesn't count. You have to re-roll. Yeah, it's cocked. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it moved our die into the place we wanted to go. So exactly. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. Um, cool. So we move to there. Uh, yes, that right. is the... Yeah, I think yeah, so. That the first one was a freebie. Right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, before we figure out what you encounter... Yes, what doth we see? Entering the Asher Spires is like sailing over an alien landscape. 
the red soil, huge mesas, wow. rocky wow. valleys, this is dry heat. Oh, cool. Totally. Not what I pictured. That's awesome. They all conspire to create an otherworldly ambience that you look down on from above. The maze-like rock towers, arches, and other bizarre formations strike you as the perfect place to hide something you never wanted found. Um, Somebody roll a D10. I'll do this. Do it. No risk. 10. 10's the best, right? Okay. Um, you overhear two conversations today. Um, Juniper, you hear one. Ember, you hear the other based on your passive perceptions. Juniper, you hear Amara speaking with Greg when, Um Amara says, we're, we're approaching the sky graves. It's dangerous to fly over these lands for more reasons than one. Your progress would probably be faster on foot if you had a guide with you. It's a maze down there, and it's easy to get turned around. Uh, Gregwin says, well, Sadly, we didn't have time to secure a guide familiar with the spires. We were hoping for good fortune in coming across a local who might be able to take uh, for us to take on, but that hope it hasn't borne fruit. Well, there are the minders. They're strange folk, though. Minotaurs were meant to be a part of the herd. The minders are hermits, a single minder for every sky grave. Their job is to tend the land around the grave and pass on the knowledge of the buried's life. It's considered a position of great honor among the herd, but some say they all go mad because of the isolation. If anyone knows these lands, though, it would be them. Hmm. So you hear that exchange. Ember, you um, are kind of lurking near the galley, um, just reading, you know, doing some drawings, some sketches of Twyla, yeah. probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or sketches for Twyla, yeah. who's to say, really? Totally. Um, you hear the uh, the sky cook who, who obviously I need to give a name to but I haven't yet um, <laughs> kind of whispering um, and as you look over you see uh, some of the food stores are open and there's rats crawling in it um, and you get you, what you gather from the conversation you overhear is food's gone bad we don't like we can't eat this food without getting sick yeah. we're either going to have to forage or re- or go to a city to resupply and we're so far out here this is the worst possible time for our food to have gone bad um, I would quickly gather the weavers and convey yeah. that okay Right. Uh, I have um, is there a chance it's um, maybe is there something I can do with it look let me just let's take a look at the map here and if this is where we're headed realistically how many days does it really add to go to Talon Holt instead we go one two three or we go you know 
tough call, tough call, finally get there. Right. I mean, I, um, it might end up being less risky to go with Talon Holt. Mm-hmm. Resupply, look for a guy. Y'all look for a guy. I'll go to a library. I'm really good at getting into them. And I mean it this time. <laughs> uh, I'm still uh, worried a bit about uh, the risk of time. Certainly, but... Does, if we all starve to death in the middle of the death air, or whatever they just called mm-hmm. it, then that's pretty bad timing, too. So there's one thing I know, it's his food. I will not let us starve. And I put oh. a good berry in your mouth. <laughs> well, that's... Okay. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> Thank you, Prof. <laughs> uh, I, have, uh, I have turned food around before. It is... Uh, I hope it's not lost. Okay. I'm good with giving you today. Okay. But it sounds... What I heard sounded pretty dire. You're all together? Mm-hmm. Yes. Juniper, do you share what you heard? Yes, absolutely. I would, yeah. Um, yeah, I would just share what I heard. That Amara said it was dangerous to fly over these lands and that progress would be faster on foot um, and talk about the minders and the skygrave tenders that pass on the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Of, minders, yeah. the minders, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and the skygraves, mm-hmm. yeah. Selfishly, Kurt wants to go hang out and talk to the miners because that is very interesting to me. <laughs> Seems like multiple things are pointing us in the same direction. And it's yeah. not that much more time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, know, I, I say that in what one day could. One day could really, really matter. But this could also... Set us, us back that, more than yeah, that's right. Day. This could yeah. set us back, and we get there. We find a guy that gains us the day back. Yeah, and Fitz has to presumably go through the same stuff that we've been going through. Right. Maybe we just hope that he's had a worse off time doing it. That's right. And uh, he does not have a Gregwin. That's true. That's true. He doesn't. Is Gregwin a privy to this conversation? May we pull in? Sure. Okay. 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 Share all this. Yeah. I would like to be flipping through the Tome of War to see if there's a chapter on um, timing, urgency, mm. um, when to know that slowing down is speeding up. Mm. Okay. Make an investigation check. Great. I'm going to talk to the cook. I think his yeah, name is Chuddy. Is this what? Chuddy. Chuddy. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> that is a 19 on the die Ooh, plus yes. 9. Uh-huh. For 28. That's 28 for you kids at home. Uh, okay. Um, the Tome of War by a very adept Yonti soldier. You read a passage. Uh, it says, Timing is everything, warrior. In order to get them before they get you, you will need to be very patient. Let the enemy get very close. And when you see the opening, strike. I will pull out my magic phoenix feather and I'm just going to underline those passages and and share it. I 
the wisdom here seemed to be pointing toward patient. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems like the, the safest option. Uh, you pulled Gregoin into this? Yes. Yeah. You all cool with that? Yeah. yeah. She, um, she says, we, can, we could divert to Talonhold. It's not a sure bet that we would find a reliable guy there, but it is possible. It feels a bit riskier, but Amara mentioned these um, recluses of the herd. They um, apparently they tend to the graves of great heroes of old. Um, They could be a bit off their rocker, or <laughs> they could know this land more intimately than anyone in Talonholt or beyond. That's a good But we would we would need to press further and uh, commit to moving on foot. So we would not. Would not find them in Talonholt, or we might find them in Talonholt, no, and they would take us in. She we would she says, in the squares, "Follow, right? follow me, follow me." Yes. And she takes you up to the deck, um, and in the um, in the the, the sunset, uh, she points out towards uh, a, a section of the Asher Spires deeper in. You're just barely on right, the border of the Asher Spires. Um, y- you see these towers rising up, um, getting more and more dense so that there are these tons of towers um, stretching out uh, across the the horizon in front of you. Um, And if you squint and you pull out your uh, spyglass, you can see dotted (laughs) among them these um, altars? Monuments? Hmm. Um... Not every single tower has one on it, but those that do, they're displayed in a in a very prominent way, um, and they're all very unique in terms of their, sh- their shape. And you can just barely make out the shapes right now. Like y- y- it's going to take some travel to get there. Are these so the the spires that we see are natural? Are, are they have they taken the natural features and created them into these, or is it a separate? They made these yeah. things and added them as a separate M- thing. Make a perception check. Uh, with advantage because you're spec. Yeah. Good. I needed it. Oh, I'm so close to being a reroll. Uh, that's a 12. 12? Okay. You can't. Plus. Sorry. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. have perception. Yeah. Sorry. Who wants a straight roll, Kirk? Come Get on, 15 or better, and I'll give you more information. Uh, that's a uh, 16. Okay. Um, plus, plus four for my perception. Yes. Yes, and. You see um, natural towers that, like, the entire. like. It's got a, it has to have been a huge construction project to form a natural hoodoo or tower yeah. into a sculpture of a, a of a man for instance Jeez. or uh, on top you see on top of one you see this this massive blaze and it's like oh somebody's burning a bonfire but you watch it for a while and it's not consuming this is the yeah the JFK memorial is just the, the flame never goes out and they're they're scattered throughout on the on the distance. Fifteen, I'll give it to you. I'll Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're first... Deeper in. Deeper in. 
you see... I extended it as yeah. far as it'll go. <laughs> you, think you, you think you see, like, the outline of a, of a massive tree on top of one of these things in this climate that, like, nothing should be Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just these incredible... I relay the impossibilities and um, the artistic nature and care that has gone to creating these from and what I'm seeing. What is Gray going to say when I say, like, oh, I see uh, this one has uh, is sculpted, this one has this? And... I... That's a 13. She's got fucking great history. Yeah, she does. Um, I don't know much about the herd and their ways, the customs, but everyone's heard whispers of the sky graves. This is where um, it was purported that um, people uh, that the herd themselves they, they memorialize their chiefs amongst these uh, these lands and the, the herd are an odd sort. They, they don't see divisions where we do. They um, they have this odd way of both understanding their culture and their the sacredness of their people and incorporating the rest of the world into what they believe are their brothers and sisters. And so over time, people who had dear friends, um, family, those who thought their... Um, their loved ones had done great deeds uh, worthy of a sky grave would seek the herd. They would mm. they would go to this place and ask um, to be initiated. It, I don't know much about that, that whole process, but um, it seems that many people died in the in the um, in the effort of memorializing their loved ones but those that were successful well you can see for yourself when he mentions the tree like either through my background the journal that we read the journal journal or uh talking with who was it from the herd that i spoke with Mexit or jerix jerix um would that have rung any of my bells Ooh, give me a Give me a check of some sort. Let's make it a... Terex. He might be dead. History check. I just thought about it. It sucks. You can do... Nature. This isn't like a natural thing to... So, whichever you want to use, history or nature. Okay, 19. 19? Yeah. Okay. This seems like, you know, you've been living in this world where, like, there's just too much coincidence, right? And you just, days ago, read the account of a man named Jernan, a man who was a tree, who was a man, who was a tree again, or pr- presumably, though no, no one knows what happened. There's no, you, you haven't read an account of, um the second transition of Olusandaro Jernin. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, yeah, I mean, there's there's a pull. There's there's a curiosity okay. that there are 
connections here, but you can't be sure. Okay. Yeah. So, one course would take you towards Talonholt, a sure bet of resupplying the ship, getting Olmug to where he intended mm-hmm. to go. Um, he has been expressing since he's been, you know, back to his, his uh, full self that what you're doing is a priority, but if he doesn't get to Talonholt soon, yeah. um, they're the voice of reason, the fracturing that he's worried about um, could happen. He tells you that um, for decades there has been tension between the southern cities and the northern cities. Um, Talonholt is considered a southern city, though he doesn't he doesn't cast his lot with that mentality. Um, he still wants unity. He he believes that this is the empire's plan uh, is to take the six united and fracture them mm. so that there's infighting um, and it weakens one of the superpowers yeah. of the world against some coming conflict um, so there's urgency for him in getting there and also an understanding that what you're doing has immediate implications um, the other would take you towards the unknown uh, it certainly feels risky um, there's no guarantee yeah. that uh, what you find will be good or helpful or you know what you're presented with will be manageable or achievable I think I would like to ask the, the captain and crew if we were to go uh, inwards a little bit and, and get dropped off. How long of a distance is it between this rough area that Gregwin has said we kind of should probably get to, knowing that you know we'd uh, like the ship to carry on and we could meet them there? But like, if if we get dropped off here on the edge, is that mm-hmm. like how I know how a ship is, but we're not a ship, we're people. How long is that going to take us to? Yeah. So the the calculation that's being made. Um, and kind of what you've deduced through the conversations you've had with Gregwan and Amara is like, look, we are going to have to move slow in the sky to manage the Asher Spires. It's just, it, you just have to. There's no way around it. You could move faster on foot if you could navigate the maze. Okay. Okay. If you don't have a guide, then now it's, now you could be lost forever or it could take twice as long. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a natural curiosity amongst everyone as to where Fitz may be at this moment, what is actually happening and where, where you stand. Can I, can I make some kind of intelligence check of like... Um, what what is the patient move here? Is it to go to Talonhold, the roundabout way, mm-hmm. and then hop into that area where we want to begin anyway? Mm-hmm. Or is the patient move 
get out of the ship, walk on foot, and find the guide. Yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead and roll a, roll me an intelligence check. Man, reading the uh, the Tome of War is like reading fortune cookies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't written to me. Yeah. 500 years old is a different world. How many, how far can we push in one day? Yeah, we could get to We've already done right? one day. Two. I think the, the, the note about being patient to me is we don't necessarily. We want. We can either find the frag. We can either find the the fragment that we're looking for, or we find the person who got there before us. Like we have a fifty fifty shot of either finding ourselves, or if we're late, we don't have to find that. We just have to find the person that got it before us because mm-hmm. they're going to have to come out this way. Yeah. It's in that little thing. So yeah. like, it, it makes sense to like all the birds with one stone. If we do the patient way, uh, Olmec's going to be happy because he gets yeah. to go where we want. We're not. Angry. We're not <laughs> endangering our crew. Love it. Okay, yeah. So we've gone to spaces today. We would be pushing into a yellow, so do we want to sit tight? And then and try to yellow, and let the crew know tomorrow? Yeah. If we, if we take an early, if we rest and yeah, push hard tomorrow, then we can we can stop and have... Yeah, and we can do yellow, yellow, green tomorrow. Yeah, fuel and, and, and things. So the effect of your spoiled food... Yeah. Oh, right. Hold on, okay. because me and Chuddy are going to do some work on that. Tell me what you did. <laughs> so, uh, it's happened before where food has gone bad. Uh, some bad canning practices. It happens once in a while. Yep. Um, there is a way. Uh, heat kills everything, but it also makes your stuff taste bad. Uh-huh. There is a way with alcohol and heat, uh-huh. and also what I am going to call my grandmother's finger, because that's what she used to do, is wave her little <laughs> finger in the food. Or as I like to say, the spell... That I never use. Purify food and water, which literally <gasps> reduces disease or uh, contamination from food and water. Yeah. Uh, I would like to create a <laughs> magical soup uh, to cure the ales and show everyone. It's going to have some dark dwarven beer that I get to use uh, every single day in there as well. It's going to be hearty and delicious. Uh, I'm hoping, because I get three refills of my dwarven ale a day. One for the soup and two to spread amongst everyone else uh, to raise spirits and, and toast to food being saved. I'd like to just raise my hand and say that I have played and listened to hundreds of hours of Dungeons and Dragons. No one has ever cast that spell. Never heard no of that spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, heard it yes. Yes. Some Grandma Nancy uh, <laughs> makes it so. By the way... Um, a non-magical food and drink within five foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choice within range is purified and rendered free of poison and disease. It disease could not be more perfect. Thing. Could not have Yay. been more perfect. So, uh, with your know-how yeah. and uh, what do we say the, the, the chef's name is? Ch- Chuddy. Uh, Chuddy. 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 And Chuddy. I've, got some, I've got some spices in there too yeah. that are like, yeah, we're going to overcome. Yeah, we're going to overcome some things with some good spices. And the yeah. crew is thankful <laughs> and also like realizing that they're eating stuff that rats were crawling in, you know, there's like, there's that like moment of like, "Mm, is it really? But, um, you, you do manage to totally negate the one 
complication that you guys have rolled on this yeah. table the whole yeah. time. You're welcome. Yeah. Poor Graham. Um, yeah, so so there will be no effect. It would have increased Perfect. the DC pretty significantly, and mm-hmm. you would be accruing exhaustion as you went. Um, the sun sets on the, the day as you formulate your plan. Mm-hmm. The general vibe is we are going to move towards Talon Holt. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So, how does how does that land with the captain? Captain is neutral. I mean, when the food goes bad, captain is like, we need to fix this now. So we're either going to drop anchor and we're all going to get down and and forage, or we're going to get to a town. Um. Being that that's a non-issue, uh, the captain knows a little bit about the Skygraves. Knows that, um, well, you haven't really shared like what you're trying to accomplish anyway. So, yeah, just a neutral, neutral party, neutral party. Other than to say, you know, hey, your best guide might be one of these crazy people, or maybe it's not. So are we in the next day? We can be. Um, in the morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, around dawn, Ellery's going to go to a private part of the ship on the front, and um, she's going to light some incense, and um, she, I don't know if I've ever described this, I might have, but she's got a vial that she wears around her neck that has like soil from where she's from she's gonna take a little bit of that out and like sprinkle it um in the incense or around it and she's gonna cast divination and ask um um if given our current pace and plan will we reach we're looking for a fragment right will we reach or temple right will we we reach the fragment we believe is here before fits and i can read off to you like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read it yes i know divination Mm -hmm. (laughs) can we know who you are asking what power you are divining from. Um, it would have been like elemental energy that she okay. would have been like praying to. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. If that is clear okay. enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that that actually makes a pretty significant difference in the result that you're gonna okay. find out here. Um... Huh. All right. Kind of hate divination. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, okay, so you're asking, given your current, your current thinking that you're going to go to Talonholt, you're going to find a guide, yeah. you're going to go on foot from current there. pace and plan. Yes. Short phrase. Okay. Um, 
And for you guys that don't know, um, they have to offer a truthful reply. It can be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. It doesn't take into account any possible circumstances Mm -hmm. that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to make it cryptic. Yeah. So... And you're 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 seeking advice from from all things elemental. You're pulling on the earth. You're pulling on the air that flows around you. Um, the heat that you feel radiating off of Ember when he's near the fire that is that. Um, and like lately, the the force of the wind, like that, mm-hmm. is like a particularly strong pull over mm-hmm. the last couple of days. Okay. Um, for a moment you're surrounded by four you're surrounded by four pure elements you have pure air in front of you to your right there's pure fire to your back and it's almost as if you're lying on it is pure earth and uh, to your left is, is pure air, water, water thank you, um, a river that flows to your, to your left. And you ask the advice, you, you divine what might be, and you, you watch as you go to this foreign town amid chaos word is already has already reached the city and a similar though not as violent um spirit is in this people um you see frustration at finding anyone willing to guide you you see time ticking. You, see, you, you watch the sun rise and set and rise and set. Um, and you feel frustration as you head seemingly blindly into the wilds. Um, that's what you get by calling on the elements. Cool. Okay. I'll take it. Um, roll, a, roll a nature check. Oof. Ten. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I reroll? Ellery's pulling out her hero sheet. Yeah, it's, it's two hero right? points to reroll a d20. Yeah, I'm gonna reroll. Way to go, Aaron. Okay. I'm gonna real quick just mark those down so I remember. Okay, rerolling. Ah. Uh, 16. Oh, significant. That's much better. These elements are literally pulling you towards the tree. Okay. All right. Okay. I love it. I mean, Tupelo's dead. He's been the one that's been like... What you don't get is certainty that you will... There's so many factors that have to play in a, one way or another to 
I think it, the exactly what you're asking yeah. is, are we going to beat Fitz? Yes. Yes. And there's just no certainty. Yeah. But what you do feel certain is like the the ones the the, the path that will lead to a better chance is not Talonhold. Ellery, you've been like talking in really weird riddles for like the last three minutes. <laughs> but it seems like what you're saying is that you think we should jump off the ship and walk into the spires. Yeah. <sighs> She's crazed. Um, cool. This would have been like one of the first times, if not the first time that she would have ever done something like this. Um, She gave up a little piece of her home, too, so she's, like, she's got, like, wildness in her eyes. Um, So, yes. I know it doesn't make sense. I know everything is pointing us to go to town, but I just... Everything to the core of my fibers being is telling me that we need to go toward that tree. Then we go towards the tree. Yeah. I trust you implicitly, and if Juniper Lightfall is pointing towards the tree that you're talking about, I'm there. Okay. Feels good to me. The rest of the crew will go on without us, right, to town? Yeah, we once, they, once you disembark, their next stop is town. Yeah, okay. 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 I feel like we did pretty good. I feel oh, so this good. is wild. Are you any good at nature? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just little... Have we done anything before where we, like, um, find object to help us locate a way back? Would it make sense to try to do that to... I, you know, I've read about that one, but I've never done it. I can't do it. Like, locate an object or... Like, keep something on the ship. Yeah, table talk. Have we used that before? Have we used locate an object to find something? Definitely in Fate of Fury. I was going to say. I know. That's factored in quite heavily. (laughs) But, like, in this this campaign, I can't remember if I'm just I don't have it. Oh, okay. I have. Oh. I can't remember if we used it or not. I don't think so. I just, within these last few days, okay. um, put, like, prepared locate creature, but I do have locate object as well. Okay. Do we want to give... Remember, every morning you can pre-prepare spells. Oh, so yeah. There's yeah. I've been doing that. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to give something to Greg when... Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so, since we can... At least make our way back to uh, the ship and uh, the places we are going for. Um, yeah. Table talk also, I think it has like a range of one mile, right? Like if we're out in the middle. Yeah, I wondered. Because the locate creature is a thousand feet. I mean, I can always scry. If we like have it. It feels like we have some possibilities to uh, maybe not get in necessarily, but uh, at least get us out. That's right. Okay. I mean, uh, is this is a PP magic where you can see? Um, we have seen fits with our eyes. Is there a way to use that to look upon oh. him now? <sighs> to a professor move. Yeah. Very professor move. What day are we on? Four. Four. Go, um, I think this is the fifth. This is the going fifth, to right? be, we're making our decision on day five. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Yeah, I could I could scry on fifth to see where he is. Is there a chance that he could um, detect that you are looking at him? 
Uh, it says, if the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. Um, like a boy. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, so the fact that it has to make a saving throw would mean that it knows, or... Scry is a weird one. It's, like, there's magic to know, to either block or know, like... Oh, there's an invisible sensor here. I can see that. But yeah. just because they fail saving throw doesn't mean they, or or succeed on a saving throw, doesn't mean they know that they're being affected. It's just kind of a pass before. Or by that. who, even. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think it would keep us safe. Um, okay. Do you, do you guys want me to spy on him? I feel if, um, because there's still a possibility that we could um, choose a different course, but mm-hmm. if we had a better idea of where he is, then maybe it would help us um, navigate even faster to uh, his position. Okay. Are we not worried that maybe if he's if he knows that we're scrying on him, I, I don't think he knows he, that we're close. I don't think he would know. Okay. I think that's the way this spell works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless, I mean, unless there's, again, like, yeah. if, uh, I'm trying to think of what you would know. Like, if you're having this conversation with Ember, he could probably explain to you that, like, scrying is placing, there's an invisible aspect to it, right? There's like a, a camera that you can yeah. see through. But yeah. if somebody can see invisible things, then they would be able to see that, and then they would know something's up, but they wouldn't necessarily know who was doing it or why. Mm-hmm. There's there's magic items that can have uh, not allowed you to be scried on. Okay. So it's up to you. Do you want to do you want to do that? Yeah, let's try it. it seems like a good use of your powers. Let's do it. So I have met the target. I wouldn't say I know him well. This is the beginning of the fifth day, correct? Yeah. This is... Sorry, I just want to make sure. Okay, so yeah. you've met the target, so... Yeah, you've you've met him. You saw him. Yeah, he mocked he, us and yeah. left, that jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he left you to die. When someone mocks crap. you, does that mean that you're familiar with them? <laughs> That's a great question. Um... I don't think I don't think familiarity is part. And then I have his likeness, but not a possession. Or his likeness would be like a, like a, a picture of him yeah. painted. That you're going to study and stare so at. So you don't mm. have anything. Got this right here. <laughs> you have a picture in your head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's just, there's just, no modifier, and it's my savings are. Okay, right. yeah. Okay. Um, pull up his statue here. Feels like a pretty this important thing. Song. It feels pretty important. Uh, let's change the vibe. Okay. Um, let's hope he's not infinitely wise. He's very busy right now and preoccupied. Mm-hmm. He has been racing across land and sea as well. Yeah, it's been. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't even know how to purify food. <laughs> He's never amazing. used that spell. <laughs> he does not have proficiency on this wisdom saving throw. He's got plus one to this roll. So he's got to roll a 17 or higher. That's a 15. Oh, oh my word. We scrub the shit out of him. <laughs> Take that bit. <laughs> 
Ow. Okay. Day five. <laughs> great. Of your journey. That's great. Day seven. It's <laughs> fine. It's just awesome. He's in the bathroom. <laughs> he pulls out a picture of an old lover. Johnny Chance. Okay. Okay. Signed no Um Your eyes roll back into your head and then come back into view. The iris is purple, the same shade of the eye that you hold in your hand. Uh, you feel that familiar tug. Um, some satisfaction uh, quickly replaced by frustration of I've got you now. Oh wait, it's still you, damn it. Um, as the, the eye contemplates you meddling with its power and then you shut, shut it out uh, because you're Juniper and you break stuff. Um, <clears throat> you see uh, a large ship larger than the one you're on uh, soaring through the Asher Spires make a perception check to see if you see the tree (gasps) natural Natural (laughs) there's no way it's a a kraken it's a kraken bro Oh. How close do we geolocate his position? Having <laughs> 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 oh, hey, you guys, there, there he is. Yeah. There he is. Hi. Let's just shoot him with the ballista. <laughs> we didn't even get to fight anything yet. He was going to kill all of us next time. <laughs> we really did scry the shit out of him. <laughs> we totally did. Shit out. <laughs> um, okay. Well, natural twenty. <laughs> um, you overhear a conversation between Fitz and uh, one of the many military, militarily dressed men that are on this ship. Um, with a natural twenty, you get a sense of the scale of the ship and the amount of people that are on it. You see. Dozens of men um, marching rank and file around the ship, doing you know the drudgery of um, making this thing get to where it's supposed to go. All military in nature. Um, many of them wearing this the symbol of the empire. Some of them um, wearing. Uh, garb that you would associate with Talonholt from your time in the Senate. Um, you gather that these are probably uh, guides of sorts, uh, people who have aligned themselves with the Empire's um, goals in this region. Um, and knowing that he left two days before shit popped off in Freeport, this was already in play. This was already in play. Um, you hear a conversation between uh, Fitz and, and one of the top-ranking um, members of, of his, you know, um, escort. Um, and 
he's reporting that there's been word from Nizal. Uh, Nizal um, is being dodgy, making excuses, will not be uh, in place to reinforce the general's men on the ground in Asher Spires. Um, this seems frustrating to Fitz, um, but he's undeterred as he, he moves forward. Um, there seems to be familiarity between Fitz and Nizal already, and what you gather with a natural 20 is that they had a, they had a plan in place, and they were, for some reason, for one reason or another, Nizal decided to take a different course. Uh, and uh, his spies, the the, the um, Fitz's spies report that he was seen on a ship heading towards Breverda, the the region of Whisper uh, Campaign. Um, I can't believe we did it. So you see that you hear that. Um, you try and focus in on the surroundings. Where is he? And you're high <laughs> in the sky, but you, every now and then you see kind of a like a red blur of land pass, and it looks incredibly similar to the towers of the sky graves that you see on the horizon. Uh, seems that maybe the natural 20, he's he's a, he's one square ahead of you. He's one hex ahead of you. Um, and is making directly for the region that you're also intending to, to get to. I can't believe you wrote a natural 20. Just, <laughs> it just burns me up. You can believe it. <laughs> you can believe it. Divination and scrying. Okay, cool guys, cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that worked out. Dozens. Yes. That's the number Dare. of people. That you can see yeah. around him. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that you see is there's cargo on the ship, and there are barrels that yeah. look very yeah. similar to the ones you saw around it, it's the like, It's the same construction. It's a big balloon, right? It's, sure not, it's nothing different. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's just okay. bigger. Just bigger. Okay. Bigger, and the balloon is like flatter. Okay. Um, to support like this, the immense weight of this larger ship. Uh, same, same kind of configuration. You see a, you see a sky speaker that's, um, you know, manipulating magic to, to move this ship. Forward. Um, any prisoners on this ship that I notice, or anyone that looks like they're here against their will? No, not that you see during the ten minutes that you're. Observing fits. Um, I would tell you all the things. <laughs> yeah, the things I have seen. I'd show you on my Apple map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where he is. Okay. Does right. this uh, change how you feel about um, our direction? Uh, look, I. I said I trust Ellery implicitly and will follow wherever Juniper runs and Prof 
if you agree that this is the way, and then we jump off the ship. I mean, not literally jump off. Maybe they lower us a little. Um, I feel like uh, what Ellery mentioned about um, seeing uh, the sunsets and the frustration and not finding the guides. Right. Um, the chance we are taking is that they don't have a guide on with them right now, and they were hoping to find someone local. And um, we, we don't take that chance, and we go and we go in. We go in our way. Mm-hmm. We won't starve because you keep forcing these good berries down our throat. Absolutely, oh, good. So we'll be good. Only go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the morning of the fifth day. You haven't yet moved the ship. Yeah. Do we right. want to try to go I mean, into that? Yeah, I think we would ask the crew, like, there. Yeah. Can, how close can you get us? And then, you know, we'll meet you. Yeah. They they say that, you know, Captain Mira's like, well, we can try and get you as close as... Yeah. Okay. It's it's tough navigating these. Uh, and who's, who's, who's staying behind on the ship, then? Is Greg going in? Oh, yeah. She, she mentioned... We'll pull Greg went in. Greg went is academically committed to finding this temple. She, oh, she's okay. yeah, because she's seen the original. About, like, yeah, she's nervous <laughs> as hell. Okay. She's yeah. not gonna. She's not a fighter, but yeah. she totally. she wants to discover. Greg went. Hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm going to hand her. Sorry, you guys. But this is getting old. It's a book I picked up. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's never old. It's called Eat, Smash, Love. <laughs> <laughs> it's a middle-aged barbarian's memoir of self-discovery. <laughs> Listen, I think you might be on a journey, yeah. mm-hmm. and we would love to have you with us, and I think that this might be... I think that this might inspire your spirit. Oh. I've read yeah. the back cover, wow. and it sounds decent. Yeah. <laughs> I Give love try. Book. I think... Yeah. On the- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think the cover it's eat, smash, love, and love is crossed out. And it says rage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <That>. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. I so that from my inventory. Yes. <laughs> you can attempt to push into uh, new territory into towards the if if you're successful in moving one square, you can get to the tree if yeah. that's the destination. Yeah. yeah. So it's our first. Square of the day. First, which means negative five. Red is usually 15, so you're at a DC of 10 without contributing in any way. I'll cast Warding Wind again at second level. So since you've already it, used oh, it. Oh, I can't do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have nothing good to assist us. I was gonna I feel like I've done before I forget. I, I was gonna um, try to mention to the crew that there is a ship that may be um, uh, around the corner when they stop, and that they should not let anyone know where they came from. Okay. Yeah. Um, None the wiser, like the crew, even the captain, really has no idea right. what you're up to, right? Um, they, you know, or Captain you know Amara says... Maybe we the, just tell Olmec to, like, let him know, and he yeah, can yeah, tell the yeah. crew whatever he wants to tell them, but, like, hey... Yeah. This is where... Um, 
fits is and the people we've been chasing. Yep. Okay. Do not want to be uh, questioned or intercepted by this ship. Okay. You can tell me now. Yeah. I have wind. I love creativity. I have wind wall. Uh huh. So you have all the wind spells. Yes. <laughs> Uh, for once, I was like, I can change my spell slots all uh-huh. night. <laughs> um, so a wall of strong wind rises, and I'm just going Absolutely. to it's repel that force. Hugely powerful spell that you can manipulate any way you want to. In fact, uh, you kind of catch the eye of the the somewhat grumpy uh, air speaker. So the, um, mm-hmm. As I screwed you up by saying wind. Yeah. Yeah, Ahmed takes notice as you uh, begin to, to cast the spell. What level spell is it? Third. It's a third level spell, so that'll be negative three to the DC. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say, because of the spirits that you called on for your divination spell, I'm going to go ahead and, and make that I'll just round it up to a five. So your, your DC is five right now to Huge. move into... This space. Nice. Cool. This doesn't do anything, but mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out a feather that Naveen gave me from his earring, and I'm just going to wave it at the uh, yes. balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whatever, whatever Ellery does, I maybe think that I'm. Yeah, playing. you're having that effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lenny Tomb style. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. a roll of five. Okay. Hope that. I can't like the way that you have rolled tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's you're due. Like yeah. TPK next Gosh, session. Next for session. Real. For real. Yeah. For uh, our podcast listeners, we just rolled our way through. <laughs> no excitement today. You're welcome. On. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Something can still happen. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um. Well done. 75. 75. That's a 70. 70. That is a 7. That's a 0, zero, seven. Oh, zero, oh. zero 7. So. So. Somebody roll something me a D10. this way comes. <clears throat> I've been rolling great D10s, you guys. Let me. Do it. I, I got this one. <laughs> it's a 6. <sighs> what death we see? Yeah. It's a 6. There's a curious red-tailed hawk. <laughs> it becomes your friend. It's now your... <laughs> we have a new pet for you to keep up with. Yeah. He has a name and a backstory. Yeah, there, yeah, there is still a cat somewhere around yeah. here. Cat and I have a zombie. Yeah. 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 Just requiring them. It's a six, you say. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So... Um, you move into this this region. Yeah. Um, as you move along the the towers, the uh, what what you've come to know are, are sky graves, um, dotted dotted amongst these natural red pillars, are um, these incredible monuments and now that you're flying past them it's um it's breathtaking to see some of the craftsmanship the work, worksmanship that's gone into 
to creating these things. Your skyship glides along through um, this vast expanse um, and you come to this area where the, the red desert stretches out um, on the floor below you um, and there's this almost mosaic of mesas and um, towers and all topped with, or not all, but many of them topped with these incredible um, just pieces of, of art. Um, a sense of reverence fills the air as you glide along and the skyship like slowly starts to descend. You find yourself hovering above these hundreds of, of stone towers. Um, each monument a testament to a fallen hero. Um, their names and stories immortalized and etched, etched stone. Some monuments take the form of towering obelisks. Others almost look like grand tombs adorned with intricate patterns and symbols. Every tower is um, pristinely taken care of. Um, and you, you notice each one that has a monument, there's a small shack uh, where someone might live, a little shanty. Um, the atmosphere is solemn, tinged with this profound sense of reverence and admiration. And, um, you continue to make your way through, and eventually, as you continue your voyage through these sky graves, one large pillar in the distance catches all of your eye. You're looking for it because Hillary told you to be. Mm -hmm. um, an enormous tree grows from the top, its network of roots nearly encapsulating the entire surface of the tower on which it grows. And you hear Grey when next to you audibly gasp. What is a Jernin doing growing out here in the desert? I wouldn't think it possible, but no other tree can reach that size. And as you take in the sight of this massive tree, the scale of which baffles your imagination. Um, you have this, this peaceful moment that feeling the breeze on your skin um, Almost, you know, all of the worry and all of the things that are happening in the world, all the visions that you've had recently, the um, incredibly uh, dangerous journey that it took to get here, it's, it fades um, as you behold this, this tree. You feel the pull of four elements drawing you to the tree. Earth, wind, fire, water, all encapsulated in this one tree. Um, and suddenly you hear the rustling of some creature and you turn and you see a giant eagle soar over the deck of the ship and 
cruise out, kind of gliding between these pillars. And you know that you've found what you've been guided towards. And that's where we'll leave it and pick it up next time. Ah.